Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Ty? Hi. Ty? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. He's a cool cat, man. Superstitious beers. Superstitious beers. I got a little taco meat on my chest. I grabbed a handful of lunch meat and shoved it down my teammate's throat. I'm a former long snapper. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. At the Burlington... uh, I have no idea what the f*** just happened. Did not flub at all. It send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host... Clip Back with you again another day here on Pirate Radio Live, a beautiful hot day in eastern North Carolina, and a fun show coming your way on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can also find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com, and watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. And you can jump in. We've already got a, a few likes on the show. I'm going to give us a like for being here. Chandler, can I get one from you on a beautiful Wednesday? We have got uh, a lot to talk about today on the show and some guests to get to, including Ken Watlington, WNCT Channel 9. He'll join us in the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming up, he'll be in a good mood because the Braves have already played and won on this Wednesday, completing the sweep over the first place twins uh so that was fun to see earlier today we'll talk baseball and more with ken watlington coming up in about 20 minutes or so p mace patrick mason will join us to talk some ecu athletics also we got a big draft today one that i i've prepared for today's draft more than i have anything else for the show because i have a strategy in this draft we're going to draft our fourth of july cookout menu you have to go one main course, a protein, a, a meat, uh, two sides, one dessert, one beverage. And you can draft those in any order, but those are the five rounds. And uh, we'll have intern Joey grading us, as we always do. And uh, looking forward to that with P. Mace and Chandler Honeycutt coming up in Hour 2. Hour 3, Garrett Saylor will join us in the Pirate Radio studios to recap his awesome career here at East Carolina. Talk about what's next with Garrett and uh, kind of have a closing interview uh, with Garrett Saylor coming up at 5 o'clock and Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com will join us. We'll talk about the O's lost last night to the Reds, beat them the night before, rubber match tonight at Camden Yards and we'll uh, talk about the O's and MLB with Mark Brown as we will be off next week when we return. It'll be All-Star break week in Major League Baseball so starting to get serious you kind of know if your team is good or bad this year if they're in contention if they need to make a run at the trade deadline or trade off assets and the orioles are certainly in that good column with the way they've played so far this mlb season so a lot of different stuff a lot of different topics and we want to hear from you as well just like pike who is listening from sunny north myrtle beach hello pike hope you're enjoying your time in the dirty myrtle or is that the nice myrtle north myrtle beach uh tyler checking in says smash that like that is great advice tyler because not only are you giving back you make us feel good it makes yourself feel good some say it's better to give than receive so give us a like here on this wednesday want to hear from the facebook crew as well hanging out 
on this Wednesday. All right, Shirley Rhodes is here. Intern Joey is back. And the Chan Man, Chandler Honeycutt, is to my left. Hello, Chandler. Hey, Clipper, how you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for asking. No problem. Enjoyed a nice, easy breezy 3 nothing Braves win a moment ago. So nice. Feeling good about that. Not a lot going on in the sports world. So we're having to kind of come up with our own topics. It's list season. It's Mount Rushmore season. It's preview season. So we'll be doing a lot of that each and every day here on Pirate Radio Live. It's 4th of July spread season draft season it is are you are you ready for this i mean i'm just going to go off the top of the dome i I mean i have a lot of uh i have a big board in my brain (laughs) i have a big brain i got a big head yeah yeah and there's a big board in there and there's a lot of different items a lot of fourth of july items on that big board so uh, find out coming up uh in the four o'clock hour all right uh i wonder if it will have an eclectic mix uh like your music festival no nah, no nah. <laughs> like maybe a little italian asian a day is mason garcia gonna be mason garcia action jamie said he thought you might be in a shirt and tie today well so for those that don't that aren't aware two weeks ago we were talking about memorabilia we'd like to own in the sports world and we kind of from there started talking about ecu memorabilia <clears throat> and chandler said you would like coach max tie collection that he wore during big big wins big moments yeah and i jokingly said that like i, I didn't mean that seriously I mean, there's a little bit of truth in every joke yeah i mean of course i was like thinking man that would be cool to have that but i jokingly was like but who's gonna coach, give you I'd a like tie. tie yeah what, what kind of man would give you something so important to him personally that would never happen, right? No, until there was this man named Mac McCarthy came along. A great man named Mac McCarthy who came in yesterday for the show and gave Chandler the actual tie that he wore when he was coaching East Carolina to a victory over NC State in 2007, the only win ECU's ever had against an ACC opponent in men's basketball. Uh, probably won't see them return, them being State or any ACC team. Uh, to Menji's Coliseum, maybe ever. Getting harder and harder to schedule teams to come in here. So, Mac presents him with the tie. 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 High. High. Tie. Tie. High. Tie. Tie. Thank you. Chandler's now watching video of that game. My man Sam Hennett dropping 30 mm. on the Wolf Pack that night. Give me a 30 Berg. A 30 Berg for S. Dot. I'm going to go ahead and put that on my 4th of July menu. A 30 Berg. A 30 Berg? Mm-hmm. Okay. A Sam Hennett 30 Berg. So you br- you take that tie. Tie. And you. Tie. 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 You take it home. And what do you do with that tie? You're looking at the tie as Coach Max wearing it, standing beside Michael Perry. Now I want Michael Perry's tie. tie his what? His tie. Tie. Hi. Hi. Tie. Still one of the greatest. What, I mean, the way he said tie the first time is exactly how it sounded the second time. Still one of the greatest all-time interviews <laughs> in our generation. We've had some great interviewers in our time. You're Larry Kings. <laughs> You're now i can't think of any other names but eric gullickson witn7 spring game 2022 two two hi 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 he's talking to rajay harris my guy my guy 
And he says, oh my simply, tie? Because <laughs> the team's tied. I think at 30. Hi. Tie? 30 burger? A 30 burger. And Rajay, first of all, didn't know what he was saying and thought he was saying hi. So he. Hi? Hi. Tie? <laughs> He's a polite young man. He says hi back to him. It was the most concerned hi I've ever heard. Hi. And then Gully, being the reporter he is, says no time for small talk, (laughs) no time for chit-chat. I got a story to do. Ty. Ty. Hi. Ty. One of the best interviews ever. I mean... Gully handled it well. Rajay handled it well. Not, not well. You guys tied. That's what happened. You guys tied. It was just no need to tie. say all those words. Tie when you can say it with just one. Tie. Tie. Chandler. Hi. Tie. Hi. First of all, hi. Tie. No, hi. Uh, hi. Hi. What did you do with the tie? Uh, it's hanging up in my room. So it's the first thing I Yo, see when I walk in. I'm not putting ranch. <laughs> I'm not putting ranch on that tie, Coach Owens. Are you gonna eat wings with this tie? Are you gonna Are you gonna wear this tie? I. You know what? I have thought about. I got should idea. I wear it? I got an idea. Should I wear it to Benji's one night? Yep. For a big game, it's your big game tie. I was. T- I went by my folks yesterday, and my dad was. Uh, I don't know why we started talking about it. I think maybe because Mac was on. I don't know, but he was like, "Man, I'm ready for basketball." I'm ready for, and then we saw Michael Perry a moment ago. I'm ready to get Michael Perry on the show every week. Yeah, I'm ready for hoops. Ready to be in Menji's uh, section two thirteen. But we were talking about who's coming in. I think we got South Carolina coming in, right? Yes, SEC opponent. I think that would be a good game to break out the tie. I think so too. You know, it stinks that NC State's probably not ever going to come back to Menji's ever, ever in the rest of time, ever. Um, but if they did, I would wear the tie for Of that. course. You got to wear it for that one. But I think in this case, are you going to be um, – because Chandler, you were – I mean, you are – we've talked about your blue-collar nature. Are you going to be working basketball games? Or are you going to be getting post-game? You going to be getting giddy getting some post-game? Uh, as far as I know right now, I mean, I, I could be doing some post-game. Let's say yes for the sake of this conversation. Yes. So you wear the tie <clears throat> to the game. ECU beat South Carolina. First win against an SEC opponent in Menjis since Ole Miss a long time ago. You <laughs> you go into the press room. You say, question. How about those freaking pirates? They come Mike Schwartz is banging on the podium. How about those freaking pirates? Much respect to myself. How about great respect to those freaking pirates? <laughs> you Say, so, yeah, I got a question. And they say, Chandler Honeycutt, Pirate Radio. And you start taking off the tie. And you say, tie? And hand it to Mike tie? Schwartz. Tie? Tie? And you hand him the tie. And then he's going to go, what the hell is this? <laughs> and you'll say, let me explain. What ex- the hell is going on around <laughs> and here? Say, let me explain. And then I'm going to whip out <laughs> my laptop. Whoa, easy. <laughs> I'm going to whip this thing out. All right. Call my laptop. Put it right on the table. And I'm going to have the... I'm, I'm not going to find it now, but basically that that frame that I showed you earlier where the tie is perfectly in the uh, in the picture, I'm going to say, you see that tie right there? That's the same tie. That is the tie 
that was worn by Mac McCarthy when this place went nuts, mm-hmm. when the clock went zero, and the Pirates took down the Wolfpack back in 2007, baby. And now that tie is yours. And what's he going to say back to you? You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Great respect to you for doing that. (laughs) And then Mike, we'll just keep paying this tie forward. Now, if he gets another job, he's going to have to leave it. Go to hell. (laughs) Get a job. (laughs) Tommy T. Uh, Jamie says, question. Do you think at some point during the football season you want to fast forward to basketball? I don't know if you know about me. Basket, I'm a basketball guy. Basketball is life. You are the biggest ECU basketball fan I've ever known. I have the t-shirt to prove it. Basketball is life. Um, I'm ready to fast forward to basketball right now. I, I, for multiple reasons. I'm a basketball guy. B, I get to enjoy it. Can I ask if... I don't have like 12-hour work days here on Saturdays during basketball season. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm ready for some pirate football. I'm ready right now. You want me to do a four-hour pregame show right now if we can kick off four hours from now? Done. I'll do it. I'm ready. But Bobby Pettiford, man? Mm. Ezra? Oh! We saw R.J. Felton shooting a video for um, Boneyard, Team Boneyard. How about this guy? At UBE. Got me excited the other day. How about I like to call this guy Cam Hayes? Don't know if he'll be playing this year, but we hope he is. Well, let's just say for the sake of this conversation <laughs> that he is. Okay. Very excited about that guy. You ever heard of Brandon Johnson? Heard of him a few times. Yeah. All right. Hmm. You've heard of Luke Skywalker? Yeah, Star Wars. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, David, the David, Darth Vader's son. David Thompson, they called him the Skywalker. He's a cool cat, man. Moonwalker, whatever they called him. I don't know if you're getting your stuff right right now. There was a Kenny Skywalker. I thought they called David Thompson Skywalker. Is he playing for ECU this year? No, but Jaden Walker is. <laughs> Jaden Skywalker. You went a long ways for that one. But you know what? I, I could have gone longer, but thank you for showing me the shortcut. <laughs> uh, yeah, ready for some pirate hoops. going to be a lot of fun. <clears throat> Hopefully. There's an asterisk beside that. It's never been a lot of fun. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's not fun. <laughs> it's never been consistently fun. But right. there has been those moments, man. Right, 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 right. I mean, just the one that I think of right off the bat is two years ago, sitting with you in 213, the Memphis game, Brandon Suggs, former Pirate, former Knight, now an Aggie. Who's he with? New Mexico State. Man. There ain't no boats out there. No. It's all just desert and meth, according to breaking bad okay um but he hits that shot the crowd goes wild the crowd is storming the court and we're being swallowed up here by pirate fans painting it jack says what about gavin shoving against the jarman little league team gavin williams last night he's ready for mlb he's had two good outings against quadruple a opponents oakland and kansas city what a feeble attempt to try to hit Gavin Williams last night, but he was fantastic. What do you go? Eight? Eight shutout innings? Uh, seven. He went seven shutout innings, only gave up one hit, had seven strikeouts. Not seven. What did he have? He, yeah, he did have seven strikeouts. He had six. <laughs> we both watched the game, and we don't know how many innings or strikeouts he had. I literally told myself. He went myself, seven innings, did not allow a run, only allowed one hit, walked, I think, 
maybe one or three. I can't remember. And then six strikeouts. Seven, one hit, one walk, six Ks. Thank you very much, Shirley Rhodes. Great outing for the great Gavina. And I think he got all the nerves out in that debut last Wednesday. All eyes were on him. They were at home. That whole crowd is in the stadium. His family. His family. Family's there. But now he's on the road. He's got to start under his belt. He's a lot more comfortable. And he came out firing and had a lot of great command last night. Uh, and he just was able to just go out there and you know create outs and, and strike out some guys and, and limit the damage with walks. So, uh, yeah, great to see him go out there and dominate. And if you look at his box score uh, in terms of how many uh, strikes that he threw uh, out of the total number of pitches, it's almost ridiculous. I saw it was out of the 92 pitches, 70 of them were strikes. Yeah. Humming it. And got some uh, some Vanderbilt calls last night. A little rocker lighter action. Got some stuff on the outside corner. And if he gets those calls, he's going to be unhittable. But awesome stuff last night. Gavin, his record is still 0-0, but uh, his team is 2-0 in his starts. So there you go. Uh, Guardians right now. And with the Twins lost today, the Guardians might be in first place they are tied for first now with minnesota in that al central and uh gavin williams a part of that right now all right uh let's see more basketball talk in the chat jamie says will clip have another child after this upcoming season just so we can name him or her bobby pettiford bobby could be a boy or girl's name how about petty you know the name patty mm-hmm. petty is a beautiful girl's name petty brock petty ford brock the answer is no, Jamie. Probably not. Uh, John says, "Didn't that, didn't that one smoke weed guy go to New Mexico State?" Oh my God! Is that how you refer to people? A smoke weed guy? Didn't that one smoke weed guy go to <laughs> MMSU? The only player ever to smoke weed that played ECU basketball. <laughs> that one guy that smoked weed. Is I believe you're Sean referring Williams? to Sean Williams. Sean Williams had some games, man. Was it Memphis? Like he had some takeover games, and he would knock down threes from downtown. Yeah, but uh, like many pirates who were on the all freshman team, never uh, made any other team because they end up leaving, not sticking around. But uh, I think he's right. Wasn't that New Mexico State? Mm-hmm. Sean Williams. He also said two. Good memory, John. Maybe you're not a smoke weed guy. John, are you one of them smoke weed guys too? <laughs> uh Jamie, let's welcome you. This is not a segue from that smoke weed conversation. Just it's time to talk to you. You call him Jamie? Joey. You know, that's gonna confuse me. <laughs> Jamie, Joey. We got Jerry. Johnny. Johnny. We gotta get some names other than ones that start with J. No wonder Joey was looking at me weird when I was calling him Jamie. Yeah. Joey, welcome back. What's up, guys? How you doing? Great. I want to tell you how much of a boy genius you are. So, Joey got a little hot, got a little toasty. Uh, Friday said Ellie De La Cruz would hit a home run. All he did was hit for the cycle. Oh, yeah. Before the College World Series started, he picked a team. That team was the Florida Gators chomp chomp put up a ton of runs on sunday to tie the series one to one with lsu putting anybody that had florida 
going into the college world series in a win-win position if you didn't feel great about it you could hedge and win some money that way yeah either way you were going to be a winner in virginia of course of course but but joey is smarter than the average bear so he says you know what lsu's good gators just scored 20 runs they might be in trouble tonight so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna slide another bet in there because this one this florida future had got all the way to the mountaintop to the pinnacle they just had they just had to win one more maybe you didn't feel great about that happening so what did you do you said my official pick for monday is the over so that way you've already got that that big lottery florida ticket sitting out there which if you wanted to again you could hedge and and win some way or the other but you said you know what i'm gonna just go ahead florida might not win tonight but i'm gonna win give me the over another w masterfully done we were talking about teaching a gambling class at ECU. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if Mr. Beast can open a class, Clip Rock should be able to, too. That, uh, that's going to be in part of the lessons, how to maximize your bets. And when you already have a future bet in, like you do, you're almost playing with some house money at that point, especially if you put a little bit on LSU so you know you're getting some return back. Yep. But you're like, screw that. We're going to go cherry on top of that. Give me the over. It's a winner. Joey's hot. So, I'm riding with Joey until uh, until it runs out, until I'll the gas runs out. The end of the show. Yeah, I mean, you've got two and a half hours to cook up something for us today. I think I might have something now, but we can uh, we can wait for whenever you want. All right, let's uh, let's wait on it. We'll get it before the end of uh, of the show here today. Sounds good. Chandler, are you learning from from this guy what he's doing right now? Yes, absolutely. Okay. If I want to make money, especially with uh, gambling becoming legal here soon. Yeah. I was a negative guy the other day. And I said, man, I'm very excited about betting becoming legal in this state. But I'm going to lose a lot of money. That's not the mindset to have no. going into betting. No. I need to make a pause. Well, I, I mean, here's the good news. You don't have a lot of money. Now that... It's true. The only way you could lose a lot of money is if you win a lot of bets and obtain a lot of money. money. So, again, it's a win-win. You can't lose. I cannot lose. If you got nothing, if you ain't got nothing, there's nothing to lose. All right, Whitney. I feel like Chandler's got that kind of luck where, like, I could definitely see him come January, 70K parlay. Man, and see me on like BR betting. You yeah, don't know, yeah, yeah. I want to see Chandler Honeycuts slip right there on my Instagram. Right when I wake up in the morning, you just went on an insane winner. NFL playoffs run or something. Yeah, was, well, I see. I you see those videos all the time, especially if you're on social media like Instagram. I see it most of the time on TikTok. Yeah, yep. like BR betting, BR betting, being Bleacher Report betting. Yeah. They'll show a guy's parlay that he's sweating out on the last leg, and he has a chance to win eighty some thousand dollars. I don't know if he's going to cash out or not, but you're not going to after cash putting out. down twenty bucks. And I'm like, man, I'm one. I'm mad because that's not me. Two, I'm mad because that can't happen in my state. Mm. Yeah, but now it can come January. Speaking of sweating legs. 
ken wellington's here wearing long pants today because he is a newsman i i mean king of the segues we got to get to ken let's take a break he's smiling because the braves just swept the twins getting revenge from the 1991 world series where are you at ken herbeck did you enjoy the last few days i did 22 years later revenge never felt so good where are you at Puckett estate rest in peace kirby where are you at dan gladden with your ugly mullet i hate the twins i hate those twins these twins are okay but it was good to beat them the last three days uh we'll talk a little bit about that got more on pirate radio live big show here on a wednesday back with you after this after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They have a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus offer service to all makes and models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington or go online at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, Joey, and Ken Wadlington to my left. Hello, Ken. Hello, how are you? It's hot out there. Almost as hot as the Atlanta Brave. <laughs> I love when you come in, in with there. prepared material. Had to get it in there. I mentioned the Braves getting revenge on the Twins. Not quite as big as winning a World Series, this three-game sweep, but, you know, similar. But for mid-June, it's pretty dull. <laughs> Jerry says, I'm still waiting for the Pittsburgh Pirates to get revenge on the Braves for beating them in the NLCS. Uh, well, Jerry, uh, you need to consult your doctor. I hope you live a long, long <laughs> life. Because I don't think that's ever going to happen, buddy. No, no. It's never going to happen. Never Pirates happen. are... Pirates are in that group with the Reds and and the Orioles have eclipsed those teams. But, like, there's some good young teams that have been bad for a long time. Pirates are in there. Uh, The Pirates uniforms they wore last night, speaking of bad, they were bad. They were the uh, City Connect. Yeah, and the helmet that was, like, started out black and then gradually got to gold at the top. And it looked like it was just spray painted. It was ugly. Let's go to our young person here. Joey, (laughs) what did you think of the – did you see the Pirates uniforms last night? Pirates uniforms last night. What did it have the, um, was it an airport code or whatever? Yeah, Ken, PGH. PGH yeah. on the front, like Charlotte, where's the CLT? Yeah. And someone, they, when those uniform forms first came out last week, someone photoshopped a U in front, and so it's spelled U-G-H, ugh. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But yeah, they're not very good. Yeah, the Pirates just should go with the old uh, classic look. Yeah, with the, uh, what's the, uh, the pillbox hat? Yeah. Yeah, that was good stuff. All right, our stats guy, Johnny Robertson, has a brave stat. The Braves to consider have hit one at least one home run in 31 of their last 32 games. Yep, uh, they have hit a home run in 17 straight games. And this uh, stat comes courtesy of David O'Brien, the uh, beat writer for the Braves on the Athletic. I read this on Twitter on the way in. Uh, they're on pace as of 
entering play today, they're on pace to hit 299 home runs in the season. That would break the franchise record by 50. They hit 249 to set the record back in 2019. It would be a few short of the all-time record, which I know because I just made a trivia question about it to have at AJ's tonight. So if you're listening, there's a... So it's more than 299. Correct. That's the only clue. There's a hint uh, on uh, on one of the questions coming up tonight at AJ McMurphy's. We'll get started at 8 o'clock. Come on out, watch some baseball, have fun with us. Matt yeah. Olson hit another home run today. That he did. He's leading the National League with, I believe, 26. I did not know that. He's leading the National League in RBIs, I believe. I think he's going to set the all-time home run record this year. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. I was going to mute my mic. Uh, no, he's not. But I mean, you know what? He either hits a home run, he hits I mean, a really Ken far. I was grooving. I was riding with him, riding along, and I had to pop the brakes on. The second on as for the jersey, uh, it could have been nice, but yeah, you're right. The PGH is... Yeah, it's like, bad. Yeah, that doesn't look good. But Matt Olson either hits a home run or strikes out. He's hit a lot of home runs, and he's striking out a lot. How do you say the Luis uh, kid from Florida, from Miami? Arias. Arias. I asked the guys after trivia last week, threw it around the horn, what's his batting average going to be at the end of the year? He's right around 400 now, right? He's at 399. I said give him 364. We had some 320s because you do go through slumps and stuff. I don't know. Can he dip that far? But what do you think, Ken? What do you think he ends up? Well, they got 12 more games or so against the Braves, so that's going to be a lot of offers. (laughs) Including. I'm I'm, I'm riding high with optimism with the Braves right now, and that's rare. Yeah, it's a little scary. It is. You are the most negative sports guy (laughs) I know, so this is a little little worrying. Uh, And I was when they started the month of June 0 1. I'm like, you know, these guys are done. They're done. The June swoon. And then they're 20 3 since that loss. Yeah, yeah, they've been phenomenal. Uh, Arias, he's going to hit a slump. Everybody hits a slump. You saw Mike. Michael Harris started the season, and he's really had a good month of June. Might be the player of the the month in the National League, and he's still only hitting about 260. So you, everybody goes through a slump. You remember the strike year, Ken, when um, '94? It looked like some records. Ken Griffey Jr. and you had, uh, but Tony Gwynn was hitting like over 720. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just remember being so excited that that 400. We've seen records come and go. Yeah, uh, but that 400 mark, I. I I don't know, man. I just, especially in today's baseball, you just think you'd never see anything close to it. But you have to think about it. The shift's gone this year, so everybody's average across the league is about five points okay. higher. So that, that's a little bit of a difference. But, you know, could that be the difference between 396 and 401? Maybe for a guy this year. We'll see. Yeah. What's a um, – here's one to throw around the horn. What's a record that hasn't been broken in a long time you'd like to see broken? In any sport. Any sport? Oh. Okay, I was going to ask you this question, too. But I'm not going to answer your question with a question. To answer yours, I think it's going to be hard to see somebody break the 100-point Will Chamberlain one. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be difficult. The closest have been recently, it's Kobe, which it wasn't right? that recent, but Kobe. 81 and oh Clay, or not Clay. Uh, Devin Booker had a 70, maybe. Yep. Chandler. Uh, Chandler and uh, what are we doing? Chandler? I got one. What you got? Cal Ripken's uh, yeah. consecutive games. I don't think we'll see that. The guys are soft these days. Back <laughs> in my day, back in my day, Joey, men were men. Everybody's soft today, man. Soft. I agree. I agree. I mean, your streak of being here on the show's already been broken. <laughs> you had something to do. Something. Was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had joke. something to do. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> I just I don't think we'll ever see that one, Chan, man. When's the last time someone rushed for two thousand yards or so? Like, what's the? You answer? know what? The the last person to do it was uh, 
Chris Johnson? No, nah, it was Adrian Peterson since okay. then. But I thought about that, and I said, you know, we've seen that. I want to see a 2,000-yard... King Henry also did it. King Henry, thank you. Uh, yeah. 2,000-yard receiver. Okay. Terry McLaurin. Has that ever been done? <laughs> Speaking of And why will John Dodson be the guy to do it? Yeah. Uh, mo- hey, will you quit laughing at things that aren't jokes, Joey? Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What do you think is more likely to happen? Someone to get over 30 assists in an NBA game or 100 points? That's something that I saw Chris Paul talking about on a podcast once. And he said it would be harder to get the assist than the 100 points. Well, yeah, because you'd have to rely on your teammates being hot that day. Yep. Yeah, and multiple teammates. Game, just rain threes and 100 points, you're just worried about one guy. Assist, you're kind of worrying about four or five if you're going to get to 30. Now, I don't. while I'm talking about records, who however, has the, if the guy, whoever scores 100 points, you're doing it in the same game. They, they need the ball, so yeah. you might it might be the dual thing, right? So if Paul just passes it to Steph Curry and he hits splash, splash, thirty threes, oh, it's gonna happen this year, right? It could happen it right in now. the same game, game two. It's gonna be October 29th against. I got nothing. I'm just kidding. I had to look this up. She finished that statement, so it's a viral clip. Yeah, <laughs> this guy who has the most receiving yards in a single season in NFL history. It's happened. Uh, Calvin Johnson. It, yes, it happened. In Is that our, right? Yes. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Can yeah, 1964. Man, I didn't realize this is going to happen. By the way, somebody's going to get 2,000 in the last two years. Cooper Cup was 53 yards away from 2,000 last season. Justin Jefferson 191 yards away. But there's an asterisk because. Two years ago is when they started playing 17 games a season. So you have an extra game to do it now. So should we say 2100? Training camp had a clip come out saying that he's looking for 2000 this year. Oh, let's do it. Uh, never never been done before. Let's see it. That is a good point, though, Ken. By the way. Take the asterisk away if you get it in the 16 games? Yeah, yeah. you got to. No. Yeah. It'll still be there, but like mentally, you're going to have to delete it. <laughs> I don't know. Ken, let me. Uh, take this time to wish your mother a happy belated birthday oh thanks yeah she had a great day she came to town yesterday all she wanted was wings from kickback jacks i'm like well you're easy to please i can take it right down there right easy now. enough and, and it was great meal so i saw by my folks house yesterday and uh they were watching the news and i saw your shout out that was nice all right at my mom's oh he's a sweet boy oh yes he's a sweetie yeah um they so, almost didn't let me do it we almost ran out of time i had to talk about the storms <laughs> like, just give me 11 seconds to say happy birthday to my mom <laughs> come on and we got it in have a heart have a heart all right uh records you want to see broken anybody uh want to chime in on that topic today another topic i'm asking all my guests this weekend we had uh rich shea on from major league eating the president of major mm-hmm. league eating right right got the hot dog eating contest at coney island on july 4th if you were entered into and this is an amateur contest. You're not facing Chestnut. You're not facing Kobayashi okay. in his heyday. Right. It's just you and a bunch of Joes. Myself, Chandler, Joey. We'll throw Shirley in there. Yeah. And you say, this is my food. This is what I can do. What food would you pick to th- where you think you could win the competition? That's Eating a lot in a short amount of time. <laughs> What's your go-to? What's your specialty? Not necessarily your favorite food, but a food you think you could eat a lot of in a little amount of time. Mashed potatoes. I don't know. Uh, I, I like it. Yeah. I, those, Does they, that count, though? Yeah, they go down easy. Yeah. 
Just get you a big old bucket of mashed potatoes. Yeah, just a little bit of a cup of gravy, just, you know, sprinkle it on every <laughs> now and then. Yeah. Or dip it in, you know, how they dip, you know, the hot dog in sure. a cup of water. I'm just dipping. You bare hand the potatoes, yeah, dip a gravy, just burr, knock it down. All right. Now uh, I'm hungry. I like that. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, mashed taters. Do you watch the uh, hot dog contest? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't, it's not appointment viewing, but, you know, if I'm around that day and, you know, nothing else is going on, yeah. I mean, it's. I follow it. I look at the results. I might drive to Virginia and bet on it, (laughs) but uh, it's tough to watch. Head up to what's in Portsmouth now, and yeah, yeah. it's tough. Like that, I don't watch. uh, Joey, a lot of guys your age watch UFC. You you uh, you watch that MMA stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. Maybe I'm soft because I don't like seeing guys get their face beat in. Yeah, it's soft. It does something too. I'm soft. Now I can agree with you with not watching the hot dogs because that just like that's gross, nasty after some point. But no, UFC's fun to watch. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm more, I, and it's funny because I I like boxing. Not that there's any boxers that I know these days, but like growing up watching Tyson and Holyfield and Lennox Lewis and George Foreman, the jo- big George, and you know that Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. has the best highlight tape of anybody because he would put his hands behind his back. And hit the yep. guy. It was like. So was, I think that's the difference between our eras is with your era, boxing had these storylines, had these characters. Yeah. Now For us, it's not boxing; it's UFC. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's kind of the same way when there was, there was a Tyson fight on a Saturday night, and so everybody got together and had to watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of same things happening with UFC. Yep. No doubt. Do you watch that at all, Ken? Nah, not really. Yeah. Nah. But if I'm around and it's on, you know, it's a story of my life. If I'm around and it's on. What is appointment TV to you? The uh, Braves? WNCT 9 News at 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock. Mainly that 11 is. They tell me I have to be there or I won't get paid. So that's appointment viewing for me. All right. There you go. Ken's favorite show is the show <laughs> yes. he's on. It's like this is my favorite radio program. Yeah. This is also my favorite radio program. <laughs> if oh, I'm around. This particular time. <laughs> on this particular day. 20-something on a Wednesday. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, talk more with Ken Wildington, WNCT, Channel 9. Uh, we've got some <laughs> we got some records coming in. Eric, that would be a good one. We'll talk more about that when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure 21 and older only pirate water why be yourself when you can be a pirate now back to the show Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock on Wednesday nights. They also have live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover charge and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Okay. Just talking to Ken Watlington <laughs> off the air. Talking not in our sleep, but while we are awake. Little Cars uh, cover here. Shirley Rhodes. 
Probably the cars. Why, yes. We got yes, some jams. Is. Rick Ocasek, rest in peace. Didn't know the name. Is that lead singer? It is. Yes. All right. R.I.P. I, I never knew how to pronounce his last name. Ocasek is what I used to say all Ocasek? the time. Is that what it's, you went with? O- Maybe Ocasek. I'm wrong. I'm, no, no, no. I, 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 think it, I think it is Ocasek. I just have been pronouncing it wrong all these years. Who's your all-time favorite band, Ken? A Tribe Called Quest. You've mentioned them quite a bit. Yeah. All right. a war tour. Exactly. That would be my walk-up song. Yeah. Eric has a record he wants to see broken. And I feel like in today's NFL, we could see it. He wants to see 10 interceptions thrown by a quarterback in the game. <laughs> Hello, Sam Howell. <laughs> I tell you what, was it Peterman, Nathan Peterman? If we could start him for 17 games, I think we could do it. Uh, he said he thinks the record is eight. Uh, 10 picks in a game. It won't happen. Let's see. You'll, so you'll get yanked before that. You can get yeah. there. But, man, it would be fun, right? Depending, <laughs> depending on who it's happening to. Yeah. Most interceptions thrown in a game. Peterman had like four in a quarter recently. Oh, Jim Hardy. Oh, we all remember him. Uh, Jim Todd Detmer. There's a name from the past. Haven't heard that name in a while. He threw seven. How do you stay in the game long enough to throw seven? Steve DeBerg. Ken Stabler did it. He was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, for the sixes here, we've got Peyton Manning had a six interception game. Mm. Fitz Magic. It's not a surprise, is it? No. Uh, let's see. Tom Tupa. Wasn't he also a punter? Boy, Bobby Bear is up here twice. That's not good. No. Our old uh, Jay Schrader back in the day. Ken did it. Yeah. And um, Testaverde. Yeah, he threw a lot. Didn't they say he was colorblind or was that a joke? <laughs> I, I guess think, it was a joke. I think it was a joke, yeah. All right, so six picks for Manning, uh, but he turned out all right. He's okay. Really good. He's a funny guy. He's a good actor now. Good show host. He is. I love the Manning cast. Yeah. He was good on Saturday Night Live, too. Yeah, that He's, one skit was funny. Yeah. The one where he throws the ball at the kid? Yeah. That's the only one I remember. <laughs> Do you actually want to win? <laughs> um, you remember the uh, old ESPN commercials? Yeah. Stuart Scott and john anderson who else was in it i just remember stuart scott they were doing the old we're going to with the boys and uh, girls club to play ball teach the kids and then it turns into them dominating i just remember stuart scott running down the court (laughs) dancing and doing lebron and stuff like that very good very good yeah those those commercials were great my favorite was uh one of the sports center anchors is waiting for the elevator the door opens up and it's the new jersey devil mascot and the guy asks going down and the mascot just (laughs) nods like i'll wait for the next one Favorite this is Sports Center commercial, Shirley. What do you got? Obviously the the Charlie Steiner with the Y two K is hilarious because he's got the tie <laughs> yeah. wrapped around his head. Follow me to freedom, I think he says. Yeah. Um, I think there's there's two of them. Um, one is uh, the one with David Ortiz, and it's um, oh the um, uh, where he puts on a Yankees cap. The mascot season? Yes. Yeah. And the mascot season, he's like, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. um, I like that one. And then there's one that uh, Abby Wambach did um, where she is walking down the hallway with one of the ESPN announcers and another one is coming toward her and he kind of flops <laughs> and uh. acts like he's like in a world of pain and she's <laughs> looking at him going, you're all right. And she just walks away. And uh, I thought... And, of course, this goes back to the story of her getting uh, stapled 
uh, her head stapled live on television right huh. on the soccer field after <laughs> colliding with another player. That don't sound fun. Splitting no. her head open. So Whenever they break out the stapler on you, that's, a, that's you not know, yeah, real. Yeah, they stapled her head well, live on TV. When you said hallway, it reminded me of Peyton and Eli did one. And you remember they're like kicking each other in the and hallway? They yeah, they're giving yeah. each other Goof wet off. willies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, really I like that one too because uh, at one point, um, oh gosh, it's the dad. Archie. Archie. Archie turns and looks at him, gives him that parent yeah. death stare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned Peyton. Honestly, man, I. So Washington, like Eli Manning's a, a Hall of Famer, but like he was not great against Washington. Like we picked him off a lot, we yeah. beat him a few times. And I didn't dislike him. I didn't like him. I'm a huge Eli fan. Now, like he's got a great sense of humor. He's yep. really good on those shows. And he's. Hey, not in this category, but we've talked about this a lot in the past, Ken. Athletes you you hated early on and came to like or respect. Like kind of Philip Rivers kind of did, and then I started disrespecting him again. I did, went on a roller coaster with Philip Rivers. For me, um, it was Shaq. Okay. When Shaq first came into the league, everybody was all about Shaq, and I was a Jordan guy. I'm like, ah, this big guy, blah, 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 Michael Jordan, blah, blah. But now Shaq, he's funny, he's talented, he's affable. He came to Greenville, like, you know, played a show with, you know, doggy jams and stuff. Like, Shaq's just a good dude. So, But at first, was not a fan, but he, he, he warmed on me. Uh, Patrick Mason has an idea. This is Sports Center commercial draft. All right, I guess we'll have to do that in the future because yeah. there are a million to choose from. Not bad. I got two or three that I'm going to keep to myself, though. Okay. I had just thought of, but yeah, I won't say it now. righty then. Ken Watlington joining us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, let's see. Newton says he could dominate a hamburger helper eating contest. What Strug- flavor? Stroganoff, 100%. Is that, is oh, that yeah. the go-to? That's mine. Um, Eric said chicken tenders dipped in gravy is underrated. Anything in gravy. True. Yeah. Tony Dunn says chips and salsa. I'm sure they do that contest already, but that would be uh, every day at Chico's. Sure. What if it, how hot's that salsa? I guess you got to go mild yeah, if you're going to yeah. incorporate that. Uh, here's a record that Tyler would like. I don't know what the record is for this, but this is a pretty interesting one. Longest table tennis rally. Tyler, do you know the number on that? I would love to hear the longest rally in a professional table tennis event. Because that would be, uh, or how about even like tennis, tennis? I wonder what the longest rally is. The longest table tennis rally is two hours and 12 minutes. <laughs> Holy crap. All right. I don't want to see that. I was thinking like 12 minutes, maybe two hours. And it's a little fraudulent here because it wasn't 1936. So but that's back when men were men. When people got now, that's right. The, now these soft table tennis championships in Prague. <laughs> He saw if, uh, table tennis guys. Can't when did it turn to ping pong? Yeah, I know. Is that did we Americanize that? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I I was decent, but never great at ping pong. Enjoyed okay. playing though. I've got the longest tennis rally. Okay, what do we got? Uh, let me get to it here. It was just here. Now what? What the heck? Uh, was... five thousand. Excuse me. What? <laughs> five thousand okay. in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Simone Frediani and Danielle Pecci. Frediani and Pecci. Broke a Guinness World Record for having an astonishing 51,283 shot rally that they achieved in 2017. I'm trying to get the time here. It's oh still going God. on. That is incredible. 
I'm still looking for it here. Oh, crap. I hate these websites. Uh, da, 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 12 hours to complete. No, it, no, no, no. The this attempt. is like one game. This is one. What are you saying? Okay. No, so, no they th- did not go 12 hours this, this straight. This was not in an actual match. They were just maybe trying to set the record. Oh, they were tra- yes, yes. Oh, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, it says okay. the officially so it super recorded. It's like that Friends thing. episode where they're throwing the ball. How long can we throw the ball without dropping it? Yeah. Now, in a in another rally um, came in the 1997 U.S. Open between Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi. The when pair, men were men. Yes, when men were men. <laughs> Very and, hairy, that Pete Sampras. Yeah. And so was Andre and, until he went bald. Right. Very hairy Neanderthal men. Uh, the pair exchanged 51 shots in an epic rally. Now that's, yeah, that's that's long. And then for the women in 1984, 643 shots in 29 minutes. Man, one day this summer, I'm going to load up a lot of guests. I'm going to make sure Joey and Connor are here along with Chandler and Shirley. Maybe we get a little extra help, big dog. But I want to maybe we'll get a balloon and we got to see if we can keep it up the entire three hours during the show. Oh, that's easy. Beach ball. The amount of experience I have in that category. All right. Well, you're going to be our anchor then because we'll have it in here for 20 minutes or so. You'll open the door. We'll knock it into you. Maybe some diving attempts. That'd be fun. It would be. See if we can do it for three hours. It's going to be tough. Ken, are you in? Ceilings are kind of low in here. <laughs> this is true. You, get, you get some awkward bounces off a wall or a ceiling. That's a, but there is also a, a lot of equipment to help us out. Maybe it hits a mic, laptop, the voice bobblehead. Yeah. Keep it alive. That'd be great. Okay. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Mike P likes the one where SVP takes LeBron's chair. I like that one, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Jamie likes the one where LaDainian Tomlinson with the visor trying to put mail in slots. Lance Armstrong powering office riding bike in closet. Oh yeah, it powers the office. Yeah. When Arnold Palmer gets an Arnold Palmer. Oh yeah, and they uh, marvel at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. About the one with Drew Brees had the uh, RV stuck in the uh, parking lot, and it's like a whole bunch of Mardi Gras thing or something. Uh, oh, oh, was yeah. it the traffic jam? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember Come that. Come on, one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> the one where Steve Smith uh, pressed that guy in the cubicle. I think he ended up telling him like ice up son or something like that <laughs> so great just so many and uh and pd the pirate was in one that's right they, they had, had a lot of a, mascots it was like a seton hall pirate pd the pittsburgh pirate <laughs> yeah. all getting together pillage the locks yes uh andrew mccutcheon said that all right that's fun yeah looking back at stuff is fun oh oh i got another one that's a good one it's um the one with the u.s women's national team soccer team they're sitting on the floor eating orange slices and then the syracuse and the syracuse guy comes in (laughs) and megan rapino looks at him at the mascot she's got like a a slice of orange stuck in her mouth and she's like what we inadvertently made not that this was a completely original idea but i mean i thought about it uh when the wood ducks mascot was here (laughs) yeah we inadvertently did it we did that bit where i'm eating i told chandler i was eating some duck breast and (laughs) we got the woody's mascot looking at us and it was an awkward moment all right ken uh enjoy your fourth Thank you said you're you uh, well. going to go see the Braves at some. When are you seeing the Braves again? Uh, August. I'm headed up to New York. See them. See them play the Mets. 
Let's hope the Mets still stink by then. Oh man, you're you're gonna see a that's like a game and a show, all a comedy <laughs> show, all in one. Can't wait to see all the Mets. Yeah, play that one. Uh, I hope they stink forever. Well, uh, enjoy your fourth next week. We'll you be too. off next week, but uh, have really enjoyed having you on these last uh, couple months, and we'll we'll keep it rolling, man. I appreciate it. Thank right. y'all for everything. Sounds good. Yeah. Take a uh, break. Come back. Hour two of Pirate Radio Live. P Mace, Patrick Mason will join us. We'll talk about what's going on in the world of sports, and also have our Fourth of July cookout menu draft we'll do that when we return hour two back with you after this i don't mind you coming here and wasting all my time because when you send it to You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330, and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Wednesday. Got Garrett Saylor joining us later on in the show, recapping his great career at ECU. We'll talk some baseball with Garrett, find out what his future holds. And also Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, will join us to talk MLB and O's. We got O's and Reds tonight. Good series uh, as they will cap that one off. O's won on Monday. Reds won last night. Both of those games had long weather delays and finished late. I'll try to get it in uh, in a good amount of time tonight when Kyle Gibson faces Luke Weaver. We'll talk about that and more in Hour 3. Joining us now in the Pirate Radio studios from the Daily Reflector, Patrick Mason is here. Hello, P. Mace. Hello. How's it going? Great. Good. Good to hear. (laughs) Patrick, last night I watched something on my television that was disgusting. Uh Uh-oh. It was gross. It was long. It was boring. It was... The Guardians and Royals trying to hit a baseball. Yeah. AL Central Baseball is disgusting. It's not good baseball, for sure. Oh, man. It was tough to watch. Yeah, no one wants to win that division. Now, the good part was Gavin Williams was cruising and looked awesome and did a phenomenal job last night. But, man, it was uh, it was tough to watch those two teams try to hit. And you're right. Nobody wants to win that division. Uh, Twins just got swept by the Braves. Guardians win last night, so they are tied at first. And the White Sox are 13 games under 500, but <laughs> they're what, like six out or something? Five and a half out. Five and a half. That's that's insane. Yesterday, I, I was watching a different AL Central game, watching Shohei Otani do all of his, you know, glorious Shohei Otani things against the White Sox. Yeah. So I, well, that at least you had a Otani in that game. Yeah, he pitched. He got 10 strikeouts, hit two homers, had another single. Like, I mean, he's incredible. So I couldn't be too mad. Yeah, I, I tweeted a week or so ago that it's awesome to have the best player in the sport on my team, Ronald Acuna Jr. And some people took exception to that, <laughs> and, and for good reason, because Shohei Otani. Hey, look, there's two MVPs. 
There's NL and AL. Yeah, they're in different leagues. He can take the AL. Otani's got like 28 homers now. And he's like, what, probably a top <clears throat> 10 pitcher in the sport? Like, I mean, he's insane. <laughs> we really don't appreciate it. Like, yeah. I mean, we sit around and talk about Babe Ruth for 100 years. And it's right here in front of us. Right. Yeah. We're and even Babe Ruth wasn't doing stuff like this. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of cool that we live in a, a time where we can watch this and just watch this, you know, happen. It's I know there's cool. a lot of LeBron haters out there, but like, and and his prime is way past at this point. But to be in the, in a LeBron Otani era, yeah. I mean, it's pretty fun. Mahomes isn't up there. We just saw Peyton Manning retire. Like we're we we went through a pretty good sports era there, folks, with some legends. For Tom sure. Brady. Oh yeah, the greatest of all time. <laughs> I forgot to mention him. Yeah, you had Brady, LeBron, and Otani all playing at the same time. That's incredible. A hundred years from now, when they look back at record books, our great great grandkids are going to be like, man, what what was it like to live in those times? And the thing about Otani is it's something that, like, it hasn't been done before. Like, he's doing it from both sides of, you know, baseball, you're, you're either a hitter or a pitcher. He's doing everything. Like, it's something we haven't even seen. There's nothing to compare him to, really. Like you said, you have to go back to, what, 100 years for Babe Ruth? Yeah. John says, Clip just doesn't appreciate athletes competing at the highest level they could. They gave their all to the game. What are you talking about? I'm the one appreciating them. <laughs> We're talking about all the greats right We're now. We're appreciating them. I think you're trying to get a joke in, but I just don't understand the joke. Eric says, hey, Clip, that recruiting guru, Stefan Hugo, had a pretty good pirate basketball podcast yesterday. Yeah, right. (laughs) Never listen to that crap. (laughs) I'll believe it when I see it. Never going to see it. Wait a minute. You were the biggest Stefan Hugo podcast fan. Have you... uh... Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking news. Well, to be fair, he said, said, see it. And I guess you have to hear podcasts. So, right. There's got a little technicality there. Um, That just, that's a great, that's how life works, right? Like you, there's no loyalty. There's no, no friendships. (laughs) One day you're the biggest podcast fan in the world. The next you'll never listen to it again. Nope. Just like that. (laughs) It happens quick. I saw old Stefan at Sports Trivia last week. I did too. He hung out. Good Was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we joke. Did he beat you guys? We joke. Did you do all right? Unfortunately, uh, he faltered down the stretch. He and his team. That mm. is because 100% won, which is the team I'm on, four weeks in a row. Is it really four in a row? Four in a row. One hundred percent has won. And we've been having a lot of teams recently too. Talking yeah. about all time greats over here. <laughs> Man, we're I'm living right in that era. What's up? And if they go for if they win five in a row tonight, I will not be a part of it. What are you doing tonight? I'm going down to Kinston and going to see a Wood Ducks game. Um and going to do a little on location with those folks. Fun. So, nice. Visit WoodDucksBaseball.com for tickets. Awesome. Who they got? The Carolina Mudcats. The Muddies. Okay. Brian Hanks' nemesis. Arch nemesis. Dude. Uh, Jamie says, I think Chandler's jersey number game is more impressive than you go. Chandler, you have, uh, shall we break it out one more time today? Sure, why not? It is fun. (laughs) Patrick, you got anything for us to talk about? No, I'm curious what the jersey is. He's just good at naming people's jerseys. So he went 2014, 2009. What year you want to do today? It's got to be a different era. You want to do like the Mo era? Maybe yeah. Like 2017? Sure. Yeah. Let's sure. Do it. All right. Sure. 2017 ECU football roster. 
I'm going to sort it alphabetically so uh, we don't have numbers similar. All right. Yeah, you can see the coil. Like I said again, you can see him thinking. You can see the coils going. So he's just 2017 roster. <laughs> he's seeing the jerseys. He's, like, he's seeing the faces. <laughs> he's seeing the names. All right. Chandler, how about a local guy? We were just talking about this guy. Good player for the Pirates, Keontae Anderson. Oh, yes. He was 96. Okay. Very good. All right, this is impressive already. Uh, solid offensive lineman for the Pirates. Played a lot of games. Sean Bailey. Sean Bailey was 75. What do you think, Patrick? Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Wow. If you can start naming O-linemen, like, that's impressive. Ooh. Did Bruce Bivens have a number change? He did. He went from... Th- All right, so Bruce was 38. Then he went to five. Okay. That's accurate. That's <laughs> spot on. Uh, let's go with running back Trace Christian. Twin. That's tough. Oh, man. That's Trace tough, Christian. Jeff. Trace Christian. 32. 32 is correct. Remember Ooh. Taj Deans? Sizzling. Taj Deans. He transferred. Hey, that's who I was talking about the other week, too. You were talking about went, Taj Deans? Yeah, he went to Southern Nash, I'm pretty sure. Was he number nine? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were talking about him. Number uh, nine. Number eight. Ah! There was another, another number eight on that team. We mentioned him yesterday. Oh, Bobby Fulp? Bobby Fulp. That's right. Was on the 17 team? Like, How about Kendall Futrell? Uh, 44. How about Cannon Gibbs? Oh, man, Cannon Gibbs. See, he went to five. Oh, this is a double-digit number with the same number. With the same number? Like, same two numbers. Oh, he was 33. Kobe Gore. 26. Davon Grayson. 85. Child's play. Mm. One-year wonder, Nate Harvey. Oh, 40. Man, <laughs> Cliff, switch it up. Give him jersey numbers and oh uh, yeah, good call. Who wore number two in 2017? In 2017, he's a quarterback. Oh, that was Kingly Affetti. Who wore 28? 28. Another um, transfer. Man, I'm drawing a blank there. Hussein How? Hussein How? Remember him? He disappeared into the portal. <laughs> Who wore 61? 61. Um, man, you're losing me now. One of your brethren. A uh, long snapper? Colton Oliver? <laughs> yep. Man, yeah, I'm a former long snapper. <laughs> I didn't know Colton Oliver was on that 17 team. Who wore number 11? Number 11. Uh, James Summers. No. That's post James Summers. Did he finish with this number? Wide receiver. Wide receiver number eleven. I don't remember him being eleven, but I'm not you. You are him. Number eleven. Blake Pro. No, he he finished with that number. He was eleven the whole time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, shame on you. I know. Number fifty one. Number fifty one. Come on, that's easy. Mm. Oh, uh, Aaron Renster. Yep. There you go, uh, Patrick. This is our Rain Man. If you're ever on a game show and the category is ECU football jersey numbers and you get a phone a friend, you know who to call. Hey, Regis, I got to pull out. Got to call Chandler. Because you know who number 94 was. Oh, Alex Turner. <laughs> hey, Chandler, <laughs> I got one. Uh, there was two fives on the team. Who were they? Number Two number fives on the team? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll give you a hint. Oh, Gardner Minshew. 
And then on the defensive side of the ball. If you get this one, it'd be a great cap off to this segment. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. Oh, boy. Hey, Chandler, look at me real quick. <laughs> Salute? He saluted you. Oh, Corey Sargent. <laughs> Corey Sargent. Good hint, Joey. All right. Um, Eric said at this point, Chandler, I don't know if I should be impressed or concerned. Probably a little of both. <laughs> Do you know what you have for breakfast this morning? Nothing. I don't eat breakfast. Some say the most important meal of the day. You say hogwash. I say I don't care. You say number one. <laughs> I don't need you. I say DeAndre Ferrier. Did he wear number one? He did. <laughs> good <right>. job. <laughs> I'm, pe- I'm pretty good at this. I could do, you know, Redskins, uh, Commanders or whatever. All right. Uh, P. Mace, what's going on in sports? What are you following? What's up? Um, Honestly, so I, I just did a little bit of a, an ECU baseball in the pros kind of roundup follow thing in the paper um really it's just it's a lot of wild card stuff man the summer is is very interesting have uh, you um <laughs> have we asked you who's gonna win the aac in football this year the aac no you have not all right let's do it there seems to be a big four and that big four being uh with odds to win it memphis smu tulane and utsa that's what the odds say, anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm immediately taking Tulane out. You just don't trust them. You no, they, they, and they might be good, but they might be eight and four, and not you know ten and two. They have the ability to be like you know like they they could be good or just really bad. Like you, I feel like you can't really put a finger on. I them. feel like they so got kind of with you a decent floor. Yeah, like a six and six floor. Uh, SMU, same thing with them forever. At least recently, I just don't they're going to score that. a million points and they're going to give up a million and one. Yeah, it's like Big Twelve football. Memphis, don't know. I'm going UTSA. UTSA is my pick. The the new uh, new blood. They come in and uh, they show us how to be real Americans. Are they that? Were they third in the in the odds? When it comes to odds, yeah. And I mean, they're top twenty five ish last year. Uh, they come in. Again, but Tulane. I don't hate that Tulane. I just feel like how many times have we seen these special seasons? Mm-hmm. Rarely are there two in a row. Yeah, especially in football. And I don't. I don't see Tulane as just having that staying power. I think last year was just a big surprise. FAU's us. trying to get into that tier. So FAU, and then look at the drop off after you get to FAU. North Texas, ECU, Navy, way down as far as odds go. Wow, it's like quadruples the odds. Yeah, immediately. Um, haves and haves nots. But, I mean, the questions with ECU and Mike Houston said um, during the ladies clinic last week that there's a lot of questions externally from folks that, and he said, we don't have those questions internally. And if you're the head coach, you probably shouldn't have those concerns (laughs) externally. But I have a question. Who's the quarterback? Oh, we already know the quarterback. Have you printed it yet? No. Uh, Jamie, who listens to us every day, has sources that said Alex Flynn's going to start. So go ahead and print that tomorrow. (laughs) I'll have to use him as a source. If, I think we always do this, right? May or may not. I, I'm still thinking Mason Garcia has the inside track. I would think so. Yeah, for sure. But not according to Jamie and his sources. But no. it's not because Jamie said it's Alex, Alex Flynn. John says ECU has great odds, and I agree. I mean, if you want to have some fun this year. If and, you're a betting man. And drive to Virginia and put ECU plus 3,000, plus 3,500 at one book, 
go for it yeah because i mean it's it's not out of the realm of possibility i mean i remember last year even after that devastating loss to navy we were still scoreboard watching late in the year now yeah we had to go beat like cincinnati and and all that but they were still in the mix like if they could take care of rice this year and charlotte win those games you're supposed to win uh temple and then you know upset some big boys not that there's real big boys but i think they can beat tulane here at home they got smu at home that's very favorable Mm -hmm. you do go on the road to utsa you go on the road to fau but uh, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility and i'm saying this as somebody who thinks six and six would be a a pretty good year for east carolina i say a bowl season is is a good season um but my so we haven't been out to any you know real practices yet but for whatever reason i'm really really high on this defense and i feel like the defense can can pick up whatever kind of offense is maybe lacking especially early on i think that might be how they have to win this year too mm-hmm. i mean we've got that stable of running backs right yeah let's use those guys let's play defense and let's win i just don't know if you'll ever see skip holt scores again or you try to win 20 to 17 that just doesn't happen in college football in 2023 you just don't want to do that either like you can't just put it that close every time but but yeah i mean i think i think the defense is really gonna i think they're gonna play well i think they're gonna play really fast i mean we saw that i guess at the spring game and i know that's and teams take it for what it is but teams are gonna score but can you force turnovers can you get sacks can you score on defense you know yeah if they can get after the quarterback a little bit better than last year i think that was a huge problem you know the the pass defense was a, a big problem last year but they just weren't getting after the quarterback if you can get a little more pressure on that guy you know speed him up by a second or so like you're gonna see a huge difference John has put a dollar on ECU. That's not a bad return, especially if you got that plus uh, 3,500 number. You could win 35 bucks. Yeah. I'd, I'd go more than a dollar. If you're going to bet you going crazy and going $2, I'd go like $10. $10. Whoa. <laughs> hey, big money. I mean, if it, odds are that crazy, just throw 10 bucks on it and put forget a, about it. Put a tenner on her and yeah, see what happens. Wait four months, see if it comes true. By the way, Jamie doubling down. Alex Flynn, done deal unless he gets injured. All right, it's Jamie. It's done. It is written in the stars. Jamie, done deal. Uh, Jamie says also, I think you have to start watching NILs and their effect on Memphis. They're bringing in some money now from basketball. Yeah. shady money like everybody yep we seem to do things by the book too much here at ecu yeah maybe it might just seem like that but well, oh okay you think we are yeah uh, i think every team's trying to you think we are corners. committing major violations patrick no, i'm are not you saying major violations no, what are you I'm saying not, i'm saying i think every team a bunch is of criminals to, i think every team's trying to find some little wiggle room what do you here. know that i don't know i'm i'm just saying there's I think everyone's trying to find a little wiggle room. And I'm not, I'm not saying, like, you know, they're doing anything crazy and nefarious here, but... You're saying Roger Harris is driving a limo? <laughs> That's right, folks. I said not riding I was a limo. Say, he's driving a limo. <laughs> he should be in the back of that limo, hanging out, stretching out that leg, hanging out, being comfortable. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we return, the main event, I've thought a lot about this. Uh, we are going to do our 4th of July cookout menu draft we're drafting one main dish your meat your protein however you want to call it two sides one dessert one beverage i like it now in the past jamie has been our judge and music is so subjective it's also kind of depending on what age you are we've also what else do we do we did MLB hat hats draft. and we did we did soups and maybe Jamie's not a, a, a Joey's not a did I say Jamie again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Jamie on the mind. 
Joey is I not... missed one day, man. <laughs> <laughs> Joey is maybe not a soup expert, but everybody... Now, if soup is a side, you know, it could overlap here. That would be nuts. <laughs> that would be nuts. Soup at 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> I can already not see you just rolling over in your grave over not there. Not touching it. Um... <laughs> But everybody's had a cookout. Everybody knows what they want to eat. So, uh, Joey, I think you'll be a great judge for this. So, we'll do that when we return Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risks, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Summer season for Pirate Radio, which means we're doing a lot of football previewing. Talked SMU football yesterday with Rich Phillips, their play-by-play voice. We'll preview UTSA coming up on Thursday. So looking forward to that. We'll talk more fantasy football uh, coming up this Friday on the show and everything in between. Got Garrett Saylor joining us. So we'll have a baseball hour three with Garrett Saylor and Mark Brown from CamdenChat.com. O's and Reds tonight right here on Pirate Radio. All right. To the draft we go. So we're going to do this during the summer to get us through these summer months as well. Um, We have drafted so far... MLB hats. We did a soup draft last week. Last week was fun. Uh, got some feedback on that. Uh, we drafted our summer music festivals. Had a lot of different answers there. I was going to say, I liked how it was all a little different. And I don't know if necessarily everybody can relate to the drafts we've had so far. A lot of people can. Sports fans with the hats and soup fans with the soup and music. <laughs> but everybody likes a good cookout everybody likes to eat have a good cookout whatnot um so i think everybody will you know relate to this one yeah and be upset with our picks or like our picks once again judge joey i'm gonna get a uh, i'm gonna make a photoshop with judge judy with joey's face for next week get him a gavel judge joe yeah do we still have a gavel did troy take his gavel i bet he took his gavel I didn't say we're going to ring the bell, Shirley. Don't look at me like that. I just wanted to gavel. Kind of whack some things back there. I I don't... It's possible when we did our cleanup of the building that it got thrown away, but I honestly don't know if we still have it. We got to find the gavel. How did I miss the gavel? I don't remember the gavel. Be glad. He used to beat on the bell with it all the time. A lot of gavel hatred behind the glass. Well, that was before the stick. Yeah, the gavel goes back. Yeah, the gavel goes back before the stick. The bell, oh God. I don't I don't even know where the bell is. I don't know if we still have that. Let's hope we don't. And hmm. I don't want that bell. I don't want that gavel. I want it gone. If it's still in this building, it's going to get gone. <laughs> get gone. Get gone. All right. You ready, Joey? Ready. All right. Oh, we got to do our random uh, number sequence here. 
old random number generator so i'm gonna be one chandler will be two patrick will be three we're gonna put it in one column and i'm gonna hit this three times all right here we go one again two three so it'll be me it'll be patrick and then chandler once again you've never had the first pick have you i think i have oh okay i was actually scared of the first pick on this one oh okay yeah i'm not i welcome it i've got my i almost first, want someone to, i almost want someone to make the decision for me because i know see you don't have to worry about me i'm yeah. going to tell you that because <laughs> we're not on the same page because i have a different strategy and on the, people might question it but i have a strategy for this draft i'm just a little nervous about what i'm going to do here That was a good sigh. It was. It's a full-throated <laughs> sigh. All right. All right. So, I'm going uh I'm going side to start off. What? Uh, you're my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Young Joe, you don't get it, man. I don't want to tell you my whole strategy right out of the gate. You're right, you're what, right. You were loaded in I love how you said, so. "What?" <laughs> He, he couldn't keep that one like from us. Really I want to go ahead and pick my side. What? Hey, you what? I'm trying to get you canceled for saying light skin the other day. Alaskan. Jordan Hawkins. <laughs> light skin. He didn't say light skin. He said Alaska. Alaska. Alaskan. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have said that. I'm the canceler. <laughs> First pick. Man, I'm going to get roasted and toasted for this. So no, uh, man. I'm sorry. It's, it's I'm not over overall pick. But I don't care. It's my cookout. That's what I mean. It's my cookout. And if first pick of the cookout draft is baked beans okay that's solid yeah don't not don't say that it, it's all right and that's just, I, I would eat the mess out of it's them. part of my strategy baked beans <laughs> number one overall all right number two patrick all right i'm gonna i'm gonna play off this a little bit um i'm gonna go potato salad see now man because you got you got to play the draft a little bit I know, I know that, and now you know that. Yeah, but you didn't come in here thinking that, that's that. why I didn't want the first pick. Damn, that's what I mean. You got got to play the room. See too. what happened here, Joey. Did now, you guys like unanimously decide unanimously decide to go sides or no? Is I, everything on the table right now. I, everything's on the table. I got my meat ready. Yeah, yeah, you can go. Uh, right, my meat's please, ready. Chandler, save this first round. <laughs> Chandler, all right. I'm not going hot dog. Not going hamburger. Mm. I want everybody in, to enjoy a boneless ribeye. Steak. Wow, boneless ribeye steak. Interesting. This is a high class uh, cookout. Yeah, that's, that cookout's in Lake Norman. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did, did ribeye save the first round for you? Uh, it definitely. It's kind of unique. I'm, I've never <laughs> been to a cookout where they're just handing out ribeye. Like <laughs> Me neither. If that's what you're doing at your cookout, Chandler. I will be there. Yeah, we got to find the address. Um, Baked beans and potato salad, guys. I'm sorry. That's just, for your right. first pick. It's gotta be. It's gotta be more than that, guys. <laughs> All right. So you're not loading remember these that. Up on the plate. For remember me. that. Because you know what I'm about to do at pick two, Joey. Okay. It's gonna blow your mind. I'm going back to the sides. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to the sides, and I'm going with. I'm down to two. And I'm going with, you know what? It's going to be hot. I need it cool. My baked beans are hot, so I'm going to go pasta salad. Ooh, good call. 
pasta salad. So right now, all I've got is two sides. Right now, you're not showing up to my cookout. And you're done with sides, right? And my sides two. are done. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, I'm going to go meat on this one, and I'm I'm going to go ribs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's so funny about that? Everybody, I like it, but like traditionally, ribeyes and ribs are not a big cookout because you're, you're feeding a lot of folks. It's just difficult to do. It's expensive to do. But you could throw a bunch of rack of ribs on there. and I know. It's a good pick. It's fine. Hey, Fire Radio and Daily Reflector, they pay well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're, this is kind of an insight on how much you guys make compared to me. Right now, all I can afford is baked beans and pasta salad. It's you guys are throwing though. out ribeyes and everything. <laughs> all right. Uh, Chandler. I'm going to have a... All right, so this is a side. I'm going to have a big old bowl of this. Oh, you want some? Here. You want some more? Here. You take some. What's that you ask? Coleslaw. Oh. Coleslaw as a side. Oh. Okay. It's nice and cool. 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 Very cool. cool. Nice and cool. All right, Joey. Time for me to grab my meat, right? (laughs) Yeah. No, it's not. They've already picked theirs. I don't need to pick one till the end. You see what I'm doing here, man? There's only one meat? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just wrong. Then. I'm playing the strategy game. Okay, fair I enough. ain't got to pick a meat tool later. Okay. Save it for last You week. didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, all the meat's safe fair now enough. for you. You didn't even know the damn rules. Fair enough, fair enough. But now I get the top pick at either beverage or dessert, whatever I want. And I want that dessert. I want uh, strawberry shortcake. Hmm. Strawberry mm. short cake. He did the thing there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Patrick, you have so far ribs and potato salad. Man, yeah. I'm on board with that. I'm going to go beverage here so I can also get the top pick. I'm going to go Modelo, a nice cold Modelo beer. Nice now, cake. should we go brand or should we just say he gets beer? Just beer. I think he gets beer. Beer. All right. Yeah, because I guess that's true. We'll be at it all day. All right, Chandler. I think I'm going to go my drink here. You sure you want to do that? Are you trying to play with my mind? I'm just asking, are you sure you want to do that right now? Why not? Because I feel like I have... Well, you know what? I'm not, because I feel like I have a drink in mind that none of y'all are going to take. Okay. Because it's very specific. Oh, okay. And maybe not everybody likes it, but hey, guess what? It's my cookout. I'll go with another side. Give me mashed potatoes All right. and gravy. I thought that's what you were dumping out the first time, yeah, but it was I coleslaw. Thought, yeah. But you got a couple of dumpers. Yeah, a couple of dumpers. All right, Chandler, I tried to talk you out of the beverage so I could grab sweet tea here. Okay, well, that's fine. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was afraid I was going <laughs> to be without a beverage, and I was able to get that thought out of your mind. You don't want to go milk or something there. Yeah, so now good <laughs> luck on your beverage, pal. Well, <laughs> sweet tea is a staple of the South. I mean, sure. I am exhilarated to get sweet tea here. House wine of the South. There you go. House wine of go. the South. All right, Patrick. Um, I'm going to go another side. I'm going to go cheesy potatoes. Like those. Um, is it? It's not too close to mashed potatoes. I'm, okay. not, I'm not just putting cheese in my mashed potatoes. Well, what are you doing? It's like, you know, like, okay, it's like that, uh, gosh, what is it, like those hash brown kind of things? Or like the... Hash the brown no, casserole? 
Is I'm, that what you're well, referring to? Well, I'm thinking to? like those like little medallion kind of yeah, potato yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, With yeah, cheese yeah. melted on top? Yeah. 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 Oh, like I'll, a scalloped type potato? Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. A scalloped it, it's potato. Kind of, it's like soft, but like really cheesy. Should I say what is that potato casserole? Or is yeah, it not maybe. really that? Yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to say that for the sake of what we're doing here. What's a potato al gratin? Is that... What I'm yeah, that's of? that's pretty close. Yeah. Okay. If you don't know what it's called, you can't have. I it. like to taste it. <laughs> like You've got it. double potatoes here. I'm, I'm a big double starch guy. You're I, a starchy fella. I get, yeah, I get the the business for it often, but I like what I like. He, Taylor, he's car he's carb loading. He is. Yeah. Atkins diet. Is that what that is? I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely not a diet. Uh, Chandler, you've got a ribeye, coleslaw, and mashed potatoes so far. <laughs> Woo! I'm full. Anyone want dessert? What? Apple pie? You got it. <laughs> oh, man. All-American guy, that channel. That, that, does that not scream America? It does. Does that just not just say America? Sounds like we're at a steakhouse, then we're finishing the barbecue at your house. <laughs> maybe, like it. maybe that's how Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that move. All right, we have entered the final round. <laughs> I don't have a meat yet. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, you got to get your meat out. Hey, uh... <laughs> Clip, after you're done with this draft, may I present to you what would be my meal? Let's let the well, girls play. I want to talk about omissions and also, do you have things that we haven't even said yet? Yes. Okay, that would be good. All right, Joey and Shirley, you have to come up with your own cookout of things we didn't pick. Easy. <laughs> He's already already ready. I've got y'all left me with everything. I mean, I could go burgers, dogs. I came into this thing thinking y'all wouldn't say that. Uh, wings. I thought Chandler was going to go wings. I figured Patrick would go with a Chicago dog. <laughs> I didn't want any of those. I and again, people might not come to my cookout, but I love brats. Man, they're an elevated hot dog. They, they, they taste so good. You give me a brat in the summer, in the winter, on Mars. With some mustard on? You like yes, mustard? I like mustard. Yes. I like spicy mustard. Yep, the big boy mustard. I'm taking bratwurst, man. And I'm not, I have no regrets. Yep. It was honestly a coin flip between ribs and brats for me. I always say you can't go wrong with a good brat. So here's my menu. Would you come to my cookout? You got brats. You got baked beans. You've got pasta salad strawberry shortcake and the sweetest of sweet southern tea that has ever touched your lips that is my cookout i'll be there you're there Mm -hmm. thank you buddy all right patrick all right i think i have dessert left you got a dessert i'm gonna go pretty wild card here dove ice cream bar on a stick okay (laughs) on a stick (laughs) on a stick so do you not have to touch it yeah so like when it melts yeah it already melts you got to have some some diligence while you eat it anyway yeah but it's a you know nice cool down. Jack says brought stink compared to dogs. No, <laughs> Jack, what are you five years old? Yeah. Are you at the kitty? Oh, Jack, you're at the kitty table with your mac and cheese and your your little cocktail weenies. Do they let? Does mommy let you have a full hot dog? Does she cut it up for you? Get out of here, Jack. God, you don't know Jack. Talking to freaking little kids here. All right, Chandler. All right, so I thought I thought I had a situation when you chose sweet tea, then I was like, oh no. But then I said, maybe I do. Because I was gonna say, here's you one, here's you one, an Arnold Palmer. 
That, wow, what a workaround! See, I was gonna, I was gonna say lemonade is a, but that's also sweet tea. But you, can you do Arnold right. Palmer with sweet tea? What did you just? Hold on, hold on. You said what now? They make like Arnold Palmer sweet teas too. Arnold Palmer, yeah. I'm saying lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. You're not saying lemonade is sweet tea. No. Oh, okay. No. Are you asking? Can you draft Arnold Palmer? Uh-huh. Judges. I say yes. I think he should be able to. Surely, if it's like if I drafted Sweet Tea, can Chandler serve Arnold Palmer's? No. Whoa! Do you really make Arnold Palmer's with Sweet Tea? Yes. Well, it's it's half Sweet Tea, half lemonade. I think it's just. I thought it was just half tea, half lemonade. Yeah, it's not necessarily Sweet Tea. Maybe that's why. That's why I never. Is it under the same umbrella as tea? Well, Shirley says no. Joey says yeah. Patrick says yeah. In order to do an Arnold Palmer, you would have to have tea, and you've already drafted it. Stand by your pick, Arnold Palmer. Fight for it. Arnold Palmer! Give me Arnold Palmer. Give me uh, Arnie. Arnold Palmer louder. I'm going to give it to you. Give me Arnie. So were you going to take Sweet Tea earlier? No, I was going to say Arnold Palmer. But then, uh, then I was like... Then oh. I would have been And the then I was like, oh, argue. that's fine. And then I went, well, that could be a tea. That could fall under the tea umbrella. All right. The tea umbrella. Here we go. Uh, I went down mine a moment ago. Uh, once again, brats, pata- uh, baked beans, pasta salad, strawberry shortcake, sweet tea. Patrick has ribs, potato salad, potato casserole, the um, the scallop potatoes, a lot of a lot of taters, a lot of taters, Dove ice cream bar and burr. Beer might put you over the top with mm-hmm. a lot of people who just want to grab a cold one. Chan Man has ribeyes, coleslaw, mashed potatoes, kind of a classic. Throw in the apple pie. Mm. I'm calling that the all-American cookout. Today. Hey, I'm all-American, baby. Call and then what's like. more American than Arnold freaking Palmer? <laughs> Chandler's all-American cookout. All right. With some, journey, with some journey playing in the background. You're beaming with pride. Can't you see me right now with two AR-15s <laughs> and my plate of food in front of me? And your American the, flag The national shirt. anthem playing. There's the flag just waving behind me. I mean, the problem that is, just says America, baby, America. The problem is you can't eat at his because they play the anthem the entire time on a loop. And you have to you stand can't move. Up. Yeah. You get like the one second cold. in between. And you got to really run to your next the next spot in the table. <laughs> All right, but our opinions don't matter. Joey's opinion matters. Who won this draft? Uh, Do I need to go over it again? No, no, I remember. I uh, could break it down by by item. I tell you what, we got to get a break in. Let's let's take a break real quick. We'll let Joey deliberation off air. Yeah, deliberate. Also, Shirley and Joey are going to pick their own menus, their own cookout menus from things we left out, and we left you a lot. Oh yeah, a ton. So we'll do that when we return. Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Back with you after these words. With the sweet blue eyes Every new boy that you meet Doesn't know the real surprise I was feeling the breeze 
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They're open every day and have two locations, one in Bethel on Highway 11 and the other in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, wrapping up hour number two, just had our 4th of July cookout draft. And, of course, the... And it's a good question, Josh on Facebook. How the heck has nobody said barbecue? I probably could have put mine over the top in round three if I'd have just gone with a pig on the cooker. But I I, I went brats. We ribeye, ribs, like we had other meats. Uh, real quick, Joey, who won this draft? Who do you got? Uh, I think the winner of the draft. And pers- this is personally who I would go. Right, right. Where are you? Where are you going? I'm probably going to Chandler's. I'm not gonna lie to you. That sounds bougie. Sounds American. <laughs> Never buy. Uh, yeah, and sweet little Arnold Palmer to top it off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and don't forget Joey. Pinky's up. <laughs> God. Oh, gross. All right. Um, he said gross. Gross. My Fourth of July would be way better though. Let's hear it. What do you got? What's your meat? Meat. Bacon cheeseburgers. Easily. All right. You've already got me sold. I'm I'm in. What uh, what are your two Two sides? Two sides. First side, loophole, pigs in a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) Loophole. Little bagel dogs. Where are these loopholes coming from? Because it's a meat, but it's still a side. No one's going to be happy with it. That's an appetizer, bruh. That's a side. All right. What's your other side? uh, Other side, uh, a little Hispanic sauce in there, chorizo dip. Um, that would be good. See, it's not so, fair. Why you're, is that not fair? So there's going to be chips for that. Because uh, you're more, you're more, you're more cultured than we are. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, but uh, food is food. So you got man, the dip. No, chorizo dip's good. I, I like that. Again, that's an app though. Like you're disqualified. You're, you're naming appetizers <laughs> and not sides. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what's I, your uh, dessert? Uh, dessert: strawberry cheesecake. Hmm. And your beverage beverage so the beer this has got to be tough because yeah. no tea no arnold no palmer beer, no, no beer i guess i gotta go class and just get like a variety pack of sodas all right we'll go uh soda not a bad call jack said the pigs in a blanket got him excited of course jack because you like your little tiny little hot dogs because <laughs> <laughs> mommy lets you eat those <laughs> mommy can i have another pig in a blanket you're gonna spoil your meal jack i only found out like two years ago that pigs in a blanket i've been eating them wrong my whole life i thought they were just like dogs that were bacon wrapped i never had the actual like the croissant what, what's yeah, on the yeah, outside the that's, croissant. What I, yeah. that's what i always thought yeah, i had croissant. that a couple years back and it was amazing croissant all right shirley so now you have to pick from things that none of us have taken i have got it all what's, covered for what's you. your meat my meat is going to be boneless chicken breast grilled in a mesquite marinade 
Okay. <laughs> I'm in. I thought I was bougie. Like the food but I'll be here. there. Yeah. yeah. It's a Bobby mes- Flay, yeah. by the yeah. way. A mesquite <laughs> barbecue marinade. All right. Okay, so that's my meat. My two Let's sides. Let's hear your farmful sides here. Okay, my two sides. Number one, broccoli and cheese casserole. Mm, nice. Okay. Interesting. Nice. Um, because I do like my veggies. Yeah, I got to throw in a little cheese, too. So, And my second one is a southern delicacy. Not very many people outside of the South are familiar with this one. But cucumbers in vinegar. Oh, oh man. That was always at my, my mom. Sliced my cucumbers, mom you put it yeah. in the vinegar. Some people put onions in it. What kind of I'm out. it's like never a had, never, Dude, never you are missing out. It's missing so out. Oh. And you put pepper in it. Oh yeah. yeah it gives a little kick. That is a southern delicacy, right? It is there. very much a southern delicacy. No, me. I've never heard of it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I, well that's why I said it. It sounds like it's on its way to becoming a pickle. And you don't just put a little vinegar on it. They are literally like they are sitting in a bowl of vinegar. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Some people do some people do put a little bit of sugar in it to take that bitterness out, but uh, I prefer the straight vinegar. The more sour, the better. All right. So those are my two sides. Dessert. Because, you know, got you can't eat anything too heavy. It's hot. Dessert. Uh, dessert, because I grew up having this at my disposal on July 4th. Someone out there actually making this homemade strawberry ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about coming straight out the bucket. Yeah. Um, you know, with a little grinder and everything. Right. Uh, those that know what how to make homemade ice cream, you know exactly the contraption I'm talking about. All right. Um, so that is my dessert for my beverage. It is plain. It is simple. It is hot. You got to stay hydrated. Just some plain old ice water. <laughs> All right. There you go. Some Fair ice enough. water. Omissions. Uh, corn on the cob was on my big board. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But never got around to that. Butter beans. Randolph says no chocolate cake. No chocolate cake? <laughs> Let it go. There's no chocolate cake. Jack says where's the watermelon? You know, I didn't even oh, think about a fruit side. Of, yes. Yeah. That's, watermelon that's, that's usually is a staple. staple. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jack, yeah, you're yeah, back. Yeah. You're back a little bit. Um, what other did what else did we missed a pig? Well, nobody said hot dogs. Nobody's having hot dogs nope. at the cookout, the which Jack's I'm cookout. fine with. That's because you said brats, brats are a little bit superior, in my opinion. Oh, I just for think sure, hot dogs. Sure. Uh, if we're talking draft, I think hot dogs are just a tad too easy. Eric's wife is Colombian, they put pineapple and crushed up potato chips on hot dogs. Potato chips sound good. I just don't like, I like pineapple a little texture. Food. Yeah, I used to put potato chips in my sandwiches. Uh, Jamie yeah. says Puerto Rican cooked pig looks good. Never tried it. Seen it on TV. Uh, I mean, I've never tasted one, but I've yeah. seen them. Yeah. Mm. Beef um, tips, homemade beef tips. Ooh. I've told you about those. Uh, every it used to be for many many years just outside of Farmville. There's a farm, and the whole town goes out on July Fourth. They make homemade beef tips with the special barbecue sauce that goes on it. It is some of the best stuff. I will drop. Anything and everything, no matter where I am, July Fourth, it goes straight there. Any uh, other sides, meats, desserts? Uh, what Jonathan said that he would eat in his eating contest—the meatballs on a stick—I guess. You know what? I should have added appetizers. I was gonna say that's kind of an appetizer. Yeah. Joey had it. Well, Joey had it all Got ready two to roll. Oh, loophole over here. Oh, loophole, <laughs> Joey. Oh, loophole, <laughs> McGee. Uh, Patrick, did you leave anything out? I don't. Th- I think we pretty much covered it. Am Another I? dessert omission. Banana pudding. Oh, oh of course. Of Classic. Course. Brett says, beer brats with grilled peppers and onions in full packet. Serve on hot dog buns. Brett, 
Come, come on to my come cookout, buddy. And come give me down. a squiggly lined mustard. Let's show these guys how to have a cookout. Got to get the Dijon. No, I like my grilled chicken, thank you very much. <laughs> and we're all doing it in neighboring yards, so we're all kind of looking at each other. like It's like the home improvement neighbor peeking over the top of the Count yard. the people, seeing how many smiles uh, there are. You would show up at my house and be like... <laughs> something smells good so and then like some people going from one party to the next we're all competitive everyone's gonna just end up going to p-mates because it's got beer that's right <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna end and up at the end that of the, is a cheat no, no, no. okay so the cookout would be lunchtime at p-mates by dinner time they're hitting my house because i got the water so they can rehydrate true or no go well yeah you go water late or though you could go water early yeah you could go, go water and get that early. nice hydration yeah then yeah go yeah to p-mates all right good draft guys good work that was fun god can't, bless america can't wait to eat all this this week yeah, it's gonna be sad we're not actually eating anything. what are you doing for the fourth i just go into a friend's cookout hopefully there's some of these hey items congrats on having friends yeah thanks man it was a long time coming <laughs> <laughs> good deal chandler what are you doing for the fourth your folks going down to the beach going back home to my mom and dad's place they're hosting a uh, 4th of July party that they've been doing for the past four or five years. And then just hanging out, I guess. Eric said, where the hell are the deviled eggs? Where the hell? App. Appetizer. I love a deviled egg. You will egg. not find those at my barbecue. Love, There's not a lot I of gray area the, there. You love them or hate them. Oh, I can't stand them. I'm a fan. I I love, them. I'm a fan of deviled eggs. Me Used too. to not be, but now I am. Y'all I do that? I've ever had them. Nah. All right. Just a souped up egg. Good draft. We'll, uh... We'll see if Garrett Saylor, what he's uh, wants for the fourth. And talk baseball with the a former Pirate pitcher. When we return, Hour 3 Pirate Radio Live. Got a question for Big G. You can get that in as well. More to go. Giveaway. A lot of baseball talk coming up when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time or order ahead. Just get the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. <laughs> back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday, talking baseball in hour number three. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com will join us to talk some O's coming up later on. We got O's and Reds tonight right here on Pirate Radio. But right now we are joined by former ECU pitcher garrett sailor uh joining us in the pirate radio studios kind of stinks to say former yeah i don't think i'm used to it yet it's uh it's yeah. tough to hear but garrett how you doing sucks. man uh doing great you've been uh d- talked a little bit with you before we came back on you've been uh relaxing like you, you don't get many breaks as a d1 athlete yeah. right so no. you, you've been enjoying a little time no, off. i uh i don't remember the last time i got a break from anything um i honestly still don't know how i feel about that uh, but yeah i mean it feels good to be off a little bit um 
but yeah yeah i'm just hanging out right now how are you feeling your time because like you have been on a regimented schedule for mm-hmm. years right so like yeah what are you doing uh i'm still working out like yeah. i still uh i still go work out i gotta stay in shape i don't want to i don't want to get bigger um but yeah i'll still i'm still working out um kind of just kind of just doing my own thing with that so where is baseball in the future plans are you uh you still planning on getting on a mound somewhere someday or are you uh going in the real world what's no, on the doctor know, i mean i'd love to and if i get the opportunity i'll take it obviously but um you know uh god's got a bigger plan for me uh in this life and if his plan isn't um let me play at the next level then i'll go into the world, real world and uh attack that but that real world plan could still include the game of baseball oh ob- yeah, yeah <laughs> it definitely will um my undergrad was in uh physical education so i'd like to uh, pursue that and then be a high school baseball coach yeah so that is uh in the plans but just chilling right now why did you watch uh college world series yeah i watched a little bit of it um I, I wasn't i didn't really keep uh keep up with it much but yeah i did watch uh, the final games yeah and uh it's once again since 1999 the number one team going into mm-hmm. the college world series has not won this year that was wake forest they were kind of cruising along but lost two in a row to lsu and then it became the sec invitational which were kind of tired of the southeastern yeah, conference yeah, <laughs> i think i saw a stat the other day that like the last however many 14 world series have been an sec school or like 13 out of 14 oh, or something like that just last week at trivia i i went since 2010 i think there was like four non-secs maybe mm-hmm. it was like oregon state virginia um another pac-12 school and anyway there was like four non-sec schools yeah. to win since 2010 yeah. something like that yeah i think the stat was like they the sec has been in the championship game or something like that <laughs> no it's crazy uh robert hey what's up skip robert says hey gary go umpire i think i'm being all i um <laughs> i don't i don't know if i could deal with the fans and the parents parents when i was uh when i was in high school i was a, a referee for like k through second grade like little basketball and uh when you're refereeing that young, you can't call everything, and then I'd still get, uh, <laughs> I oh, I'd get yelled at by parents, and I was like, if I call everything, your kid's not going to score. You're like, going to foul out. You're going to foul <laughs> out. The score's going to be zero zero. So, yeah. but yeah, I don't know if I could get an umpiring. That's uh, yeah, I hear that a lot. I see that a lot where there's a lack of umpires at all levels mm-hmm. now because of uh fans because of uh mostly parents mostly mm-hmm. things like that how was your relationship with umps you ever chat with them before during after um your- i not really i i i still i know like a couple of them just because i've been uh been here for so long and they've umpired so many of my games but yeah like i'll say hey to them like when they're walking on the field or um in inner squad when they come out and umpire for us i'll talk to them a little bit but yeah not not really that much a good ump is a consistent ump right so mm-hmm. like when you see a guy that is a quality ump you know that day okay my he's gonna be tight on the corners or maybe it's a little wider like did you kind of know who was back there for the most part i to be honest i really didn't pay attention who was yeah. back there and i didn't uh you didn't want to change anything about no, your game i guess no, no uh garrett sailor joining us garrett let's talk about the season and how about you saving your best for last i think we talked to you after your performance in the conference championship how do you follow that up with a great performance in the regional 
And once again, I think it was on a Saturday. You still don't have a loss on a Saturday. Yeah, Remember, no. that's that. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, the piece of paper. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, but how about uh, your your final performance? You you did what you needed to do to help your team win. Uh, but what was that, pitching in that game like? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, the, the crowd was amazing. I think it was one of their biggest crowds uh, ever at um, – at their their stadium uh but yeah i mean it was important for me to keep my emotions in check i c- couldn't let the game get bigger bigger than it was um i just went went at them one at a time um luckily the wind was howling in that day i think uh i think it would have been a a different score to that game um but i mean I, you got to know the wind and in, in those types of situations and uh i just gave them all we talked to molly so it was, was it 2-1 final 3-2 final it was two a low 2-1 sc- and uh we call it a pitcher's duel and he said well it was a different kind of pitcher's duel because mm-hmm. there was solid contact on both sides mm-hmm. and uh but you're able to to work around that and to hold a team down that was what the best batting average team in the mm-hmm. country uh just no real soft spots in their lineup i mean mm-hmm. no, super impressive yeah no they that was uh was definitely the best lineup um i faced um maybe my whole career i don't i don't know but yeah it was um it was a good lineup and that was a good team and i'll look it up if you don't remember how many innings how many pitches did you throw that day uh like 56 i bring that up to say if you guys were able to win sunday night you think you would have gone at all on monday were you ready yeah, yeah coach she actually told me i was gonna start wow uh, that okay next, uh that next game man i bet you were fired up for that yeah, too right yeah i did i i mean i still wanted to pitch in that uh that night game but <laughs> come back the yeah, day after yeah i would have been fine with it <laughs> uh and you know when we see that in the college world series when the bullpens get uh, a little thin guys have to kind of go a little more mm-hmm. and uh and you were ready to hear your number called you weren't ready carter wasn't ready uh, for your careers to end and how about lane getting up with uh with two outs kind of late could be his last at bat gets a base hit and mm-hmm. gives starling a chance to come up with them loaded mm-hmm. and he just missed it didn't he? yeah just close. missed it i mean uh off the bat i didn't uh i didn't know if it was gonna go i knew it had a chance but um with the wind being like it was uh the, those like two days uh it was gonna be tough but, and man and talking I mean, to Groves, moylan hoove and now yourself like uh, you guys kind of came back with your head held high right like mm-hmm. you had two losses in two good baseball games and two beat downs over oklahoma like mm-hmm. it was a it was a solid weekend of baseball for you guys yeah I, we were playing good baseball we were playing together and um virginia was just the better team that weekend and i mean we did everything um that we worked for uh i mean it, you can't you can never hang your head on something if you're giving it your all garrett sailor joining us inside the pirate radio studios you got a question you can ask it on twitter facebook or youtube and jamie says uh does garrett see anything as a former player now in his opinion that uh if we do this better we can get over the hump uh he says is the difference a mile or a millimeter I, so i don't know how do you how does ecu get over that hump garrett uh I don't know. I, th- I think if we just keep doing what we're doing, I mean, I think there there are still some small things that we need to get better at. Um, I think uh, consistency is is one thing. I mean, w- I mean we're consistent every year, but it's it's still there's something. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know why why we haven't got over the hump. I think we've we've had the opportunity to, but um, it hasn't been in our favor yet. But I think if we just if if ECU just keeps doing what they're doing, um, 
they'll eventually knock knock the door down yeah and one way to get over the hump you, you got to be at the hump to get over it you guys are at it every year like yeah. that consistency is there uh it's just a matter of breaking through and uh we've seen you guys win regionals we saw you guys win a super regional game uh, a couple seasons ago and uh have an opportunity this year in that epic game you pitched uh against virginia so like it's it's kind of it makes it frustrating that you get so close yeah. a lot of teams don't get close you guys no. get close just couldn't quite yeah. get over it yeah i mean yeah it's frustrating but um we're uh we're blessed to get to get to that opportunity what'd you see from uh i, I like talking to the veterans about this like zach root and his the biggest start of his career so far look really cool out there pitch great I go back to it. The one run he allowed was a guy he struck out mm-hmm. that got on base. Ball got away. Um, so we saw you, the veteran up there, the day before doing the job. Hey, next day, let's throw a, a true freshman out there, and uh, and he looked the part as well. No, nah, yeah, he did. Um, and I, the the sky's the limit for him. I mean, he's just going to continue to get better and better. And um, he showed that he can be one of the top arms in the country. Um, and he he did that against. Uh, arguably the best offense in the country. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see uh, uh, how his future goes, and um, I think if he if he works hard, keeps his head down, and um, I, I think I think that nobody can stop him. Garrett Saylor joining us. Garrett, you are a, a cool customer, uh, calm. Like it, it never seems like the moment's too big. I mean, were you feeling any nerves at all in your start? Who yeah yeah I mean obviously obviously I, I think if you don't get like a little nervous then like there's no reason to play I mean every every if you, if you don't get nervous you're lying I mean but, and now is that for every game or is that for a moment um, like that like yeah, I mean a moment like that you, yeah you got all your you you have so much adrenaline in you and it's it's just important to uh, learn how to control it and I I think I was more excited than nervous um, but I mean. Yeah, it, every, everybody gets nervous in those types of situations. Just how you handle it. And how important is that first inning? Where like we like all pitchers, we've seen you have starts where you give up a run in the first, and then you go four scoreless or whatever. Yeah. Like, is it that you just kind of want to get those three outs and you kind of yeah. get in the groove? Yeah, I think uh, it, it's it's weird because I I think for me in the past it's if I get past the first inning I'll I'll be fine and that that was with my relief appearances if I get through the first mm-hmm. I'm I'm good but with the start um it's kind of different I'm I'm in the zone from the get go I uh and then it was it was more like the third and the fourth <coughs> inning if I get through those I'll be fine but um I mean yeah you just got to come out with your with um your best mentality and uh just let the game go Braves used to have a guy, Mike Fultonavich. Do you remember that pitcher's name? But he would go either give up five in the first or he'll go like seven innings with two hits. Like yeah. if he could just get out of that first inning, he'd be all right. Uh, but that is a problem for some guys. Talking to Garrett Saylor here in the Pirate Radio Studios, East Carolina, uh, coming off another uh, tremendous year, 47 wins. Garrett. I mean, you you guys, you, Carter, and uh, Hoove and the group just piled up so many wins, so many mm-hmm. postseason wins. Like, I don't know, hopefully you appreciated it during the ride, but, like, looking back, are you like, wow, we, we accomplished quite a bit here. Yeah, I definitely, definitely appreciated it, but yeah, you you never know what you really did until, like, you're you're done doing it. Like, you, I, I look back on my career, and it's like, uh, I mean, I, I believe I had a pretty good career, like definitely some ups and downs, but 
Um, but yeah, I was on some really good teams with some really good teammates, um, some really good coaches, and um, it's just, it was just an honor to wear uh, the purple and gold. Yeah, and uh, man, we enjoyed watching you pitch, whether it be, and, and you mentioned your ups and downs, but like bullpen, huge starter, whatever, you were just kind of a, a team guy, whatever they needed. And I don't know, did you prefer a role, starter, bullpen? What did you prefer? Um, I mean, I've, I think I've always preferred to be a reliever just because I want the ball every single game and I want to have the opportunity to uh, get guys out every single game. But I, I, I did like starting um, those last, I guess, month of the season. I, I, I like doing that. Um, but, yeah, it, it, in a perfect world, I'll start on a midweek and then relieve in the, on the weekend. And that's, but I'm, and that's kind of what I did. But I, I, I still prefer – being a uh, reliever final numbers 383 era a 3-0 and record uh seven starts to uh i guess 14 relief appearances man we gave you uh the year off garrett only 21 appearances last year of course that was coming yeah. off a year where you were upper 30s right yeah <laughs> I I was, i'll look it up yeah i had 39 appearances <laughs> yeah uh two years ago and nuts the, this past year i, I did get I, I was hurt a little bit for for this past year i think I would have had more appearances, but yeah, cruising along uh, in that Campbell game, mm-hmm. um, and I, I I love that you. I don't know about your best, but like almost saving your best for last with USF and uh, with Virginia, that had to be personally gratifying to you to yeah. to go out that way. Yeah, it was, it was certainly thirty nine appearances, two starts uh, the previous year. So yeah, no wonder you like come out of the bullpen. You were pitching yeah. almost every freaking yeah. day uh-huh. uh, for ECU yeah. a couple of years ago. All right, uh, Garrett, who are some young arms you're excited to see um, to now watch? Hopefully from the jungle. Maybe you mm-hmm. you want to experience that coming up. Hang out in the yeah, jungle. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely looking forward to to uh experiencing the jungle yeah i want to get on the the megaphone and uh do some old trash talking Uh, i think i think that'd be fun (laughs) uh who are some young pitchers you're looking forward to seeing and and us seeing that maybe we you've seen in practice uh that we haven't seen a ton of in games um i mean obviously looking forward to seeing zach root but uh lane essery i'm looking forward to seeing him uh develop I, I looked at i actually looked at his stats in his in his summer ball and he's he's actually doing pretty good in summer ball right now he'll be a he's kind of got a weird arm angle um he'll be a reliever but um i think he'd be really good um and i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him uh who else um I, that, that's that's only like one of the younger guys that i've that i really think because i mean we saw a lot of guys already yeah, yeah, on we, the mound we did see a, a lot of guys um and I'm sure there's some there's some guys in this uh, upcoming class that are that have a lot of um, uh, th- they'll be pretty good, but uh, I don't I don't really know much about them. And that really helped you out having all those numbers because you we looked back two years ago, 39 appearances. You go down this year, uh, we're able to to throw some other guys mm-hmm. out there, and even when you're healthy, you don't have to pitch you know every single day. So yeah. helps the arm, helps the team, right? Oh yeah. Uh, the depth of this staff talking to garrett sailor got a question comment you can get it in on facebook youtube or twitter as uh, a question oh go ahead joey uh so i noticed all the pitchers they kind of had their own little unique thing and for you i noticed your unique thing was your glove is there a story behind that what is it mint green green yeah. glove? Okay. yeah yeah it was mint green um i uh i i going into it i was like this is my last year like what what is coach gonna say and if he tells me not to not to get it i'll i'll go make another one but um my uh 
like two years ago cooch cooch manor had a had a mint glove and i really liked it and i was like ah i'm gonna go out with a bang this year i'm gonna i'm gonna use the mint glove and um i brought it out for a practice one day to get it get it broken in and coach g i guess he didn't see it when we were making them and he goes sailor you're gonna use that this season i said uh yeah he goes uh glad i signed off on it i said uh, coach if you like if you if you told me not not to get it i wouldn't have got it he goes i didn't see it <laughs> well he, he told me that i uh that i better pitch good in it if i don't i couldn't use it but okay. luckily i pitched good you're on thin ice but yeah you to, and look you, so we've got so many things remember chris holba used to warm up to safety dance now it's a tradition at ecu mm-hmm. yeah like so many things that organically become a thing now we've had like two veterans using a mint glove who's to say that doesn't carry over i i, I don't think it will i think <laughs> um i think i think some somebody told me a couple weeks ago that uh they're they're not allowed to get a weird color glove now so oh, I, I don't know man. i don't know i could well, be i could be wrong but i don't know you gotta uh, tell root to just get him a little mint glove in i was gonna say trey savage put a little mint I, I in think, his life I definitely think the older guys can get away with it i don't i don't think root can get away with it just yet right so you're savage then next yeah year, yeah trey trey did have some neon in his glove this past yeah, year Yeah, that's what i was saying i looked at all the pitchers gloves and they had like little tweaks and details because mm-hmm. on, on the grounds crew we just like look at you guys walk past mm-hmm. all the time so yeah I, I thought yours was like the obviously the biggest standout oh yeah yeah it was <laughs> Garrett, uh, how was the mound this year? You want to give some praise to the ECU grounds crew while Joey's here? Oh yeah, no, the mound the mound was really good this year. I, I loved it, and uh, I don't know. So, some people don't. Um, I don't know. They 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 don't like a hard mound. I I prefer really like a hard mound, but like I thought it was good. I don't. I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but I thought the mound was pretty good. How much doctoring can you do with your cleats when you're out there? Like, do you do anything specifically for you when you pitch? Um, there's like a, I don't know what it's, what's it, what's it called? The, the spike cleaner, I guess, yeah, on the back of the mound. Um, the I like kicking, kicking that, but I, like, I do that as a routine. Um, but, uh, I, I, I didn't really have, have much, uh, problems with cleaning my cleats this year because we had foot. different spikes on our cleats this year. Okay. Got you. On your back foot, do you push off of the, that mound plate itself or are you pushing off right in front of it? Cause I, I mean, when I'm fixing it, oh, yeah, put the, the yeah, two yeah. biggest holes. The two biggest holes are normally like right in front of that plate or mm-hmm. on your landing foot, and that's you know that creates a big crater at the end. So you asked yeah. if he pushes off from I want to the know actual. If he pushes off off the off the hole, the indent there, or do you actually push off the plate itself? Um, because there's a hole on both sides of the of the rubber, and I'm I stand kind of in, more in the middle of the rubber, so um, I was I I push off of yeah. I guess that indent towards my, the the toe, so I guess the third base side. Um, so yeah, well, any uh, I don't know, Raza. What do you like to put on your hand legally? Uh, I don't when you pitch? Uh, dirt. I I do not like rosin because sometimes ros- rosin can get a what little about too that sticky, sticky stuff. I uh, 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 no, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't use that. Stuff. <laughs> I was gonna say, have you ever experimented like just for fun, like put some Vaseline, like the old guys used to do it or anything, like, um, and have a wicked curve or something? There's a there's a thing now. It's it's sunscreen and rosin. It's it's actually like legal. Um, but yeah, guys will r- put sunscreen on their arms and then put rosin, and it's supposed to make, uh, like make it sticky. So guys will use that. But I, I tried it, and I didn't like how the ball felt in my hand. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
Who's got the craziest like pre-pitch routine out of you guys? Uh, Anybody smelling salts or like um, themselves in the head, trying to get psyched up? Whether uh, it's a reliever or a starter. I I think I think Landon Ginn has the weirdest <laughs> kind of like routine when he's on the mound. I would love to to see what what kind of stuff uh, that dude from Wake uh, was taking, but uh, but I think. Lane again from our team had the weirdest routine. Not a pitcher, but a hitter. But that that Kyle Teal guy was all over the place. Yes, jumping yes. around. Yeah, he was. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, he loved the game that much. But, uh, but I mean, yeah, he was. He had a lot of energy. But I mean, if it helps your game when you have that much energy, then go for it. Can't really argue with the results, I guess. All right, Garrett Sailor joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Uh, about to wrap it up here with Garrett. A couple minutes left if you want to get a question or comment in. Uh, so, Garrett, we, we kind of started the conversation. You're going to kind of see what happens from here. And if you get an opportunity in the game of baseball, you will take that. If not, you uh, will we'll go into the real world. Or what? I don't know. What are you doing currently to, to give yourself a chance uh, at the next level? Any any uh, workouts or anything yeah, like that? I mean, I'm still I, – I, I'm just working on my own, kind of, um, throwing on my own. But, yeah, no, I don't have any, uh, any workouts set up. Um, I know Spivey's been going to somebody, but I, I – I really haven't. Uh, yeah, but now, I was going to bring up Gross because he talks to himself on the mound. I'd love to like get him mic'd up to see what he's saying to himself while I he pitches. I th- he probably doesn't say words that are uh, meant to be uh, said to anybody else. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you want to hear that. I know he was uh, at a combine. Uh, Josh Moylan, I haven't talked to him since, but he went, he went to a workout, I believe. So you keeping up with those guys? How's, how's everybody doing? Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think they're both back in town. I think they started uh, summer workouts this um, this week. I know Gross is in town. I'll I'll see him tonight. Um, uh, I don't know about Moylan, um, but yeah. And uh, so I know you you saw uh, Gavin's stat line last mm-hmm. night. How about that? The former pirate just mowing down the Royals Ooh, last night. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had a pretty good outing. I uh, can't complain about that one. And. I guess you guys maybe fake it. I don't know. He looks cool. Uh, although I will say this, Chandler and I noticed before he we went out for his first ever start in Cleveland. His his, fa- his family's there. He was chewing gum like a mile, a, you know, a hundred miles an hour, and he like Pete Carroll on the sidelines chewing gum. But like, I don't know if that was a nerves thing or what. But he looked really cool and calm last mm-hmm. night against the Royals. Yeah, I did notice how how hard he was chewing <laughs> yeah. on his gum, and I I actually do this. I chew gum as well when I'm on the mound. I I don't think I chew that hard, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. It, it's I guess it's like a a tick guys have when they are chewing gum. Yeah, I, I chew it just to calm calm my nerves and like slow my breathing down. All right, Garrett, I'm asking every guest uh, we have this week. We just had Rich Shea on. He's the president of MLE, you know, the hot dog eating contest every 4th of July. Uh, It's coming up next Tuesday. If you were in uh, just an amateur event, me and um, Joey and Shirley and Chandler and and you were in a competitive eating contest, but you got to pick the food, what food do you think you could beat us in? Like, not necessarily your favorite food, but what food could you eat a lot of in a short amount of time? Does it have to be like a... Like a main course? No, no, it can be anything. Like an appetizer. Yeah, type literally of anything. Oh. It could be a beverage. I mean, it could be whatever you think you could. I mean, you're not going to out chug Chandler. And... Or you can be like, choose to be fed hot dogs by Josh if you want. <laughs> Josh, I think Josh I, think I could beat you in a a jalapeno Ooh. pepper, um, like a the popper sl- thing. Yeah, the popper. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I could I could eat a lot of those. 
What'd you say, Joe? Uh, I can't do that. He's definitely taking it. Yeah. I mean, you got an advantage if you can handle the heat. Yeah. But yeah, man, I the heat, but I don't... that next day, either that night is going to be brutal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> brutal. No question about that. But. but maybe you can win the title yeah. and uh, and have the glory. Garrett, I've uh, been fun talking to you all year, man, and I uh, really enjoyed it. You're, you're easy to talk to, fun to talk to. We appreciate you joining us here on Pirate Radio. Enjoyed watching you pitch as well. And I know whatever you do, uh, you'll be successful. And uh, who knows, maybe 10 or 15 years from now, we're interviewing you as a, a coach somewhere. Yeah, I'd love that. That'd be cool, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but thanks for hanging out with us, Garrett. Enjoyed yeah. it, man. Appreciate y'all. All right, let's, uh, let's make somebody a winner, Shirley. We can't play the booty bag. God, that sucks. So we'll play this. 317-1250. What are we giving away on this Wednesday? Uh, give me one second. I'll pull out my list. I'm going to give you all the time you need. And a $10 gift card to Familia. Familia is the ticket. All right, what number? Five. Color five, 317-1250. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dress casual or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates supporting pirates. And congratulations to Pete Ballant of Grimesland picked up a $10 gift card to Familia and Familia is your place for great Italian food whether it's great New York style pizzas homemade meatballs lasagna chicken parm or the delicious uh, homemade desserts Familia is a winning play every time for dine-in or takeout make Familia your go-to play when you have a hungry team Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College now let's head back into PRL here's Clip Familia's got the uh, pizza of the week 12 bucks this week pepperoni and onion and uh, it is a big one to feed the fam, so make sure you check that out. All right, we got O's and Reds. That series coming to a close tonight at Camden Yards. And Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joins us here to talk about that and how the O's are playing here on Pirate Radio Live. Mark, how you doing today? Clip, I'm doing pretty good. And more importantly for me, so are the Orioles. They are 48-30 and 30 on the season so far. It's been uh, a lot of fun. I'm still nervous every night, but, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to argue with the results so far. So we'll be off next week, Mark. By the time we return from the July 4th break, it'll be around uh, all-star break for Major League Baseball. And you've got enough of a sample size to kind of know what your team is. Now, there have been teams that have collapsed. Uh, it happens almost every year. There's also been teams that surge, and we've seen that before quite a bit as well. But uh, knowing what you got there, uh, you got to be pretty happy. You said you're nervous every night, but uh, you got a pretty good ball team there in, in Baltimore. Fair to say? Yes, absolutely. I mean, the, 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 the main source of concern for me is like perpetually the starting rotation, and I think maybe that's because the Orioles have almost never had a good starting rotation in my life. But, I mean, also, like, Currently, they have uh, 
I, I, as I, I just said this on Camden Chat the other day, it's like 60% of the order starting rotation I just don't believe is going to keep doing as well as they've done. And the other 40% I don't know is going to be able to do any better than they've done. So I'm always like, okay, these guys are going to get lit up. But for the most part, they haven't, um, other than the number five spot that's been prospect Grayson Rodriguez and then Cole Irvin, who neither of whom have done very well in the rotation. Um, you know, guys have been exceeding the expectations for them so far. And that's even more true with the offense where, you know, um, there's uh, there's currently five regular Orioles players with an OPS uh, on base plus slugging percentage above 800, which that's that's a pretty pretty good uh, pretty good no, uh, numbers to have for your offense. So that doesn't mean everybody's hitting, but enough players have been hitting well that the team has really been doing a good job putting runs on the scoreboard. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joining us. Mark, uh, some interleague action going on across Major League Baseball currently, and uh, Braves uh, playing a series with the Twins, O's, and the Reds. I uh, just saw the Reds over the weekend. Very entertaining series against Atlanta, all one-run games. Um, I I like the matchups with division opponents, and I guess it's if your team's good, you enjoy them because I like beating up on the Phillies and uh, Mets, and you know, as an O's fan, these last few years has probably not been fun to take on the Yankees and the Rays and Red Sox and all them. But with this interleague play, you get a chance to see some some teams you don't usually pay attention to. For you, that's got to be the Reds. They've been pretty irrelevant in baseball for a long time, uh, but they have a young, fun team. Um, I know, and, and we can talk about the delays uh, these last couple of nights for Baltimore. You've had to wait out some late nights to see a win on Monday and a loss on Tuesday. Uh, but what do you? Think think about interleague play and, and being able to see some some young exciting teams uh, Cincinnati almost a mirror of what Baltimore is doing right now yeah it, I think it's great to be able to have every team face every team at least once every year I, I think that exactly like you said it's just great to see who's on every team you know what's going on with them uh, what are the interesting stories some of them you know are more interesting than others I think you know, if the Orioles had played the Reds in April, it wouldn't have really registered very much. But now it's like, wow, you know, this team, they just won 12 straight games in a row. What's uh, what's going on with them? You know, are they similar to, like, the 2022 Orioles who went on a 10-game uh, winning streak right about this time um, last year? And, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it is fun. And it's fun to not have to play the Yankees and Red Sox 19 times a year also because, you know, these playing every team – uh, games are coming at the expense of quite as many division games. I think what we're down to 13 against every division opponent now, 15, whatever. It's better than 19. And, uh, you know, for, for the Orioles also playing more against the central division teams that aren't as good is, uh, is a plus for them as well. Hopefully they'll be able to take advantage of it. But, uh, I mean, it's cool. You know, the, the Reds, they got this hyped prospect, Ellie De La Cruz, that just got called up. He get a hit for the cycle in his 15th game. You know, it's fun to see him, although I think he's uh hasn't even got a hit yet in the series so far. He's made a couple of nice plays on defense. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's just cool to see all the all the good players, all the young players. Just it, It's absolutely a positive for me. We got O's and Reds coming up tonight right here on Pirate Radio as the rubber match of that series. And uh, the young O's continue to get younger. Uh, Mark, tell us about Jordan Westberg, uh, who's been in the lineup the last couple nights. 
Yeah, so uh, the Orioles drafted him in the end of the first round in the 2020 draft. He went to Mississippi State, and he's worked his way up through the minors. Uh, and this year he was at AAA, where he had hit 18 home runs through 67 games, which I think is the biggest reason why he's on the Orioles now. That actually leads the entire Orioles organization in home runs. Nobody has exceeded that number. That's really awesome power, and uh, the Orioles had kind of sagging offensive numbers from second base and shortstop between Adam Frazier and Jorge Mateo. So there was really room to plug in a player who uh, has the potential to hopefully make a positive impact with his bat. And, I mean, we've also seen him make a couple slick plays on defense, too, so far. He didn't have as great of a defensive reputation. Um, I think most of the scouts seem to believe he's going to play second base uh, as uh, as a big leaguer, which is what he's done for his first two games. Really sweet glove flip in his debut. You know, all these guys are like, oh, he can't play defense. I mean, he's, he's, he's passed the eye test for me for a couple games. And, uh, you know, for Norfolk, AAA Norfolk, he was batting 295 with a 372 on base percentage, 567 slugging. So, uh, a lot of Orioles fans were ready to see him probably three or more weeks earlier than we ended up seeing him. And, uh, I'm just glad that he's here now, and I hope he can make a positive impact. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joining us. Uh, shout out to Pirate Radio listener Robert Matthews. Uh, him and his son went to see the Tides play uh, the Red Sox and um, brought me back a sweet Norfolk Tides hat uh, that I've added to the rotation. So, uh, looks great. Thank you, Robert, for that. But speaking of those Tides, uh, you know, Connor Norby on that team, Mark, and, and we'll, we'll have time to talk trade deadline and stuff in the future, but how about more call-ups for these Orioles? You know, who, who are you keeping an eye on as far as the guys in the minor leagues go that maybe could potentially still help the team this year? Oh, I think that for the most part, we've seen the bit, the big potential guys. I think the one lingering one, and, uh, there was an article just uh, today on CamdenChat.com about him was Colton Kowser, an outfield prospect who was the Orioles first, uh, round draft pick in the 2021 draft. And he, uh, he really had some unfortunate, uh, injury luck because I think if he had been healthy when Cedric Mullins hurt himself, a few weeks ago, Kowser might have made his debut then, but Kowser was also hurt. Uh, he had a quad injury that knocked him out for about three weeks. So when Mullins got hurt, that uh, didn't didn't let Kowser be an option. And the Orioles ended up signing former Yankee uh, Aaron Hicks, who's had a nice revival over his first few weeks with the Orioles. So I think that's kind of gummed up the outfield picture a little bit, but. Uh, you know, Kowser for Norfolk so far this season, he's batting 323. He's got a 451 on base percentage and he's slugging 527. So, I mean, I think that's a guy you got to find a way to get a guy who's hitting that well on the team. And I don't, I don't know. It's going to be tough to see if they'll be able to do it unless someone in the outfield picture now at the big league level either gets hurt again or their performance seriously tails off because like, they're all hitting well, and they're all healthy. So where do you fit in Kowser right now? I don't know. That's a good problem for the Orioles to have, I guess. There's too many good players. But uh, <laughs> I, he's he's probably the one guy I think is, is a likely call-up uh, that hasn't been seen yet. And I still don't know when we're going to see him. But, you know, the, the guy's got a 978 OPS through 52 games at Norfolk. And so that certainly feels like, wow, 
you know, you got to find a way to get him into the big league lineup, too. But it, it hasn't happened yet. And, Mark, during our chats, uh, we've talked a lot about these draft picks and, and recent draft picks. You've mentioned the 2020 draft, 2021 draft just today. So, sounds like the Orioles uh, are doing a good job. And, I mean, every draft's a crapshoot. Nothing more so than the MLB draft with high school and college and all these players. Uh, but would you say the Orioles have had more hits than misses uh, maybe lately? Yeah, I mean, so the Orioles, since they've been bad for so long, they've been picking in top five uh, for the last four drafts. And, in fact, they picked number one overall in two of those four drafts. So, you know, Adley Rutschman, who's on the team now, is a number one overall pick. It certainly seems like, I mean, that was the no-brainer number one pick that year, right? Pretty much everybody knew, okay, it was going to be him. The Orioles did the no-brainer thing, and it's worked out great. Um Last year, they took Jackson Holiday, the son of uh, former major leaguer Matt Holiday. That was a bit more of a surprise, but Holiday's performance has been amazing in his first year as a professional. So that's looked pretty good, too. Um, you know, their 2020 top pick was Heston Kerstad, who really had a long journey to even get his pro career started. He, uh, he had myocarditis, which is like inflammation of the heart that he couldn't even, um, couldn't even really get on a baseball field for like two years after he was drafted. He's been doing great since he finally got to play. He's played his way up to AAA Norfolk where he had a hot start there. So that's another guy in the future outfield mix. So, yeah, I mean, I am, I'm definitely happy with how the Orioles have um, chosen to use their high draft pick capital. And heading into this year's draft, I guess it's going to be interesting to see how their strategy or their results are impacted now because they were good last year. And so they're not picking in the top five anymore. Their pick is at number 17. Uh, you don't have as much potential for star power, like where you can't miss, you know, taking a future all-star once you're that far down in the first round. So it'll be interesting to see if they can continue to have that level of success uh, now that they're picking, you know, in the middle or hopefully eventually later in the rounds than they have been. Mark, uh, set up tonight's game. Uh, looks like Kyle Gibson on the mound for Baltimore. Yes, and crucially for me, the Cincinnati Reds pitcher, Luke Weaver, has made 12 starts this season and has a 6.86 ERA. So the Orioles' offense got held to one run last night. Uh, of course, they scored 10 the night before, but I'm hoping they get much closer to 10 uh, tonight when the starting pitcher has an ERA that is closer to seven than to six and crucially is really homer prone. So I hope that the Orioles uh, power hitters are able to get him over the fence and really just, uh, just knock him around. Of course, Gibson is coming off his worst start as an Oriole. So also hopefully he can bounce back from that and do kind of more of the, you uh, like six innings, three earned runs. It's not super exciting, but it's absolutely better than, a lot of starts could be uh, act that I think is kind of the, the been the Kyle Gibson staple so far for the Orioles. I hope you can get back to that. Mark, we'll catch up with you again after the All-Star break, and uh, we are off next week. We had Rich Shea on the show Monday, president of Major League Eating. You see him and his brother uh, hyping up things July 4th on ESPN. Uh, it'll be on the deuce, I believe, this year for the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, and uh, we talked Joey Chestnut and, and all that on Monday. But I've been asking all my guests this week, if you were to enter into a competitive eating contest, and and you're facing other amateurs, so you're not facing the pros. Uh, what food do you think you might could put a dent in and potentially win? Uh, what 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 food item would you pick there? 
Oh boy, wow, that's a tough one. You know, I uh I, I am not a um not a competitive eater. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I've never really thought about that. I feel like but I, I feel like you know what I could probably do, Clip, is if you had you line me up like uh um, like pretzel sticks that you dump in, like, dunk in like beer cheese or honey mustard or something. <laughs> okay, I feel like hey, a bunch of amateurs. I could, I could. So are these like soft pretzels? Some pretz- yeah, like soft pretzels. Yeah, yeah. Like you would get at kind of a maybe slightly upscale pub or something like that with the, you know a, a good uh, like house made beer cheese dipping sauce or honey mustard or something. All right. Yeah, I haven't heard that with that. That's good. Uh, the soft pretzels uh, sticks for. Mark Brown. All right, Mark. Well, uh, enjoy your fourth. We'll catch up with you here in a few weeks, and uh, good luck to the O's. It's been fun uh, following and having their games on Pirate Radio this year, so hopefully they'll keep it up. All right. Sounds good. Clip, enjoy your week off. Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, joining us. Good one tonight between the O's and the Reds right here on Pirate Radio. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Get ready to wrap things up here. We got Joey's picks of the day. Uh, He's got one, maybe two lined up for us today on this Wednesday. And uh, more for you when we return Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after these special words from our sponsors. No black and white Happy endings When nobody fights So if you find yourself In that nice static range Honey, jump right up Show your You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live This hour of PRL Is brought to you by Bud Light Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game And drink responsibly Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, East Plumbing. Viva Electric and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And for your stock market report, it was a mixed day. The Dow was down 74 points at 33,852. The NASDAQ was up 36 at 13,591. And the S&P was down just a point at 4,376. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now, back to the show. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Just saw a tweet from Taylor Eldridge. What does he do? Wichita State beat writer for the Wichita Eagle. If there was a baseball game this weekend, good news. Wichita State could fill out a lineup, but that is all. They have 10 players on the roster from this past season. That is a... That is a little league roster. Yeah, so they you have the field, then you only have like a player or two in the dugout with the coach. Well, I kind of lied. They could fill. They're going to have to have guys out of position. So they have a catcher. That's good. Okay. They got four pitchers to choose from. All right. They've got oh god, they got two catchers. Oh boy, <laughs> two catchers, four outfielders, and four pitchers. So that's oh, their. Boy. They're gonna have to put some guys in. Some, who's playing short for that team? All right, uh, Joey, pick of the night. 
Stay hot. What do you got? Pick of the night. Between the two picks we talked about off the air, I'm going to go with the one that hit last night. New York Mets. Mm. Minus one and a half. Mm. Against, uh, I slipped my mind again. Brew crew. The Brewers. Sometimes those uncomfortable beds are the best ones. You don't want to feel real comfortable. And they feel even better when you log on to, when you drive to Virginia. Yeah. And then you log on to your phone and it's green. (laughs) Go green, baby. Mets minus one and a half. Shirley, we missed a break. Let's talk about our awesome sponsors here at Pirate Radio. Brown and Wood. Need a car? Brown and Wood has you covered. They also used to have the TV guy, Billy Weaver, as one of their employees. Now he's not there, but they're even better now without him. My mom bought a car from Brown and Wood last year. And you got $100 off of it. You like Brown or Wood? Both. Me too. Remax and Scott Harris. Uh, Let's check into Realty. Excuse me? Realty. Realty. <laughs> hey, let's get real for a minute. Let's get real for a little bit. That's all Realty. Looking for a house? Looking to sell a house? Looking to buy a house? Remax. Re, 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 Remax. Greville Utilities. Do you want power? You want to keep your lights on? Well, get Do up you with like, you see. I don't know. You think you like things like lights? Lights? Mans? Delcor. Do you have God your, is hot. Do you have your lights on, but the AC's not working? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a problem. Uh, good news. You've already called Green Utilities. Now, you got to call Delcord, the service professionals. Pit printing. Um, I need a business card. I ran out of business cards because I went around town and gave all my business cards out. Yeah. Need more. Who can I call? Pip. The PIP. Like 50 Cent almost once said. <laughs> Bojangles. I mean, <laughs> Chandler, it's uh, it's six o'clock. I, I wish I could get breakfast from somewhere. Mm, maybe like a biscuit. Yeah, I love biscuits. Would you like a chicken biscuit? Sure, but I also want a bacon biscuit and a sausage biscuit. Oh, really? And a biscuit with like cheddar cheese in it. Are you from North Carolina? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, there's this place that we like to call Bojangles. You can go there and get that. Awesome. Bow tie. Uh, what ducks? Going there. Hey, where are you going? Right now? Where are you going? To Kinston, down east, to see the Wood Ducks play, and I'll have an awesome on location for you coming up. Visit woodducksbaseball.com for tickets. Go Woodies! And finally, the Pitt Greenville Airport. Man. Uh, I need to fly. (laughs) I need to get out of here. I need to get out of Greenville. But man, I've got to go to Raleigh, or I've got to go to Charlotte to hop on a plane. Who said that? Not so fast, Whoever said that is an idiot. Because Greenville... Pitt County and Greenville have their own airport. What's it called? Pitt Greenville Airport. It's where the Pirates fly. Stay fly. That's it. Shirley, Joey, Chandler, see y'all fine folks on Thursday. Sounds good. We'll be here at 3 o'clock. Thank y'all for tuning in today. We'll talk to you again Thursday at 3. For the crew, I'm Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.